Club members. I'm Enid. And I'm Wednesday. And we just figured that out about ourselves. (laughs) I can't believe it's taken us this long to put that together. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of look like Enid, too. With the cut hair? And you look like Wednesday. Yeah. Uh You have the long, dark hair and you wear dark clothes all the time. And I'm always dressing in like fruity, gay little outfits. And I love it. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. It all makes sense. It all makes sense now. But you know what doesn't make sense is how this movie won the poll and how it was ever made to begin with. So I'm just so excited about it. Let me explain how it won the poll. It was the first one on the list. It was the first one, you guys. Literally, I was like, Kate, which one do you want me to put first? Because she always yells at me that I am somehow (laughs) rigging the poll. And she was like, let's do repo because it's the underdog. And then it fucking won. Of course. It wasn't supposed to win, you guys, although I'm really glad it did. <laughs> Me too. I'm so glad it did. Me okay. too. Um, so I, Ariana and I have not said anything about this rock opera to each other. I think I think you watched it for the first time yesterday. Yes, I did. Okay. I watched it for the first time yesterday, too. Wait, really? Yes. Oh my I had God. never seen this. I put I put it on the poll because I um, won the poll was horror musicals, and there's not that many of them. Turns out it's all Tim Burton. It's all fucking Tim Burton. I'm like, no, 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 no. But I did know this musical from, and honestly, it's it's not a musical. It's a rock opera. <laughs> I know that now. Yeah. I know this rock. I knew this rock opera because I went to a geeky little fruity boarding school and um, everyone, everyone was into like weird shit like this. And <laughs> one of my very close friends who I'm still friends with, Clayton, who I went to go visit when we were in. New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He showed me like a piece of this. Which piece? Um, Zydrate comes in a little glass vial. (laughs) Zydrate anatomy? A little glass vial. A little glass vial. Grave robbers. Grave robbers. (laughs) That was the first thing I said to Kate when we started recording. I know. I know. And it set me off like nothing else. (laughs) So I know know Ariana probably watched this movie and she's like, oh, Kate fucking like grew up with this movie and loves this movie, right? (laughs) Was that what you thought? Yeah, I knew you would love it because it's just like <laughs> in it. It's just complete camp the whole time. I was like, this is going to be Kate's bread and butter. <laughs> and I knew you were going to fucking hate it. Well, Kate texted me yesterday and she was like, or maybe that was today. And you were like, I wish I was watching this with you, which that was she, yesterday. She only says if she thinks I'm hating something. Yeah. <laughs> She likes to watch me get mad because I well one I I I can I love watching you get upset. <laughs> like same right you do the same, yeah, same thing to me. So we love to torture each other like that. Like that's just so fun. But yeah. also I was like as as soon as it started, I was like I need I need to be there to steer her in the right direction or this is <laughs> this is not going to go well because there are two directions you can go and it's like immediately like un- realizing that this is like. The most chaotic, overwhelming, oh so much chaos experience. I whenever I looked up this rock opera, I need to keep saying that because it is not a musical. I don't right. want anyone to th- go into this. Anyone who like loves musicals, you should still watch it. Just to be, let me just say that right now. If you haven't seen Repo, the genetic opera, you're missing out. Even if you're gonna hate it, you're missing out on an experience. So I'm gonna need you to get everybody you know. <laughs> The most captivating two hours of your life. You cannot look away. For good and bad reasons. For all of the reasons. For so many reasons. Whenever Ariana called me today, um, 
Well, I called you actually. What am I talking about? I called you <laughs> and um, she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I have to, I'm rewatching Repo. <laughs> I was like, wait, you've seen it before though, right? This isn't your first time watching it. This is, yesterday was my first time watching it. I had Emma come over and watch it with me. And that was good and bad. I need to know what Emma thought. Um, I can't wait to tell you. Emma, <laughs> un- unnecessary was a lot of what she... <laughs> She's like, wait, what? And I'm like, I can't, it's I can't accurate. keep up, let alone explain it to you because I don't know what's going on. Even though they're <laughs> telling me in rock opera fashion, I'm still so overwhelmed. And so this morning yeah. I woke up and I'm like, I need to, I need to watch it again. <laughs> oh my God. Which is a lot to do back to back. It is really, it is a lot, but I will say that I definitely rewatched the Paris Hilton Zydrate anatomy scene like on YouTube, like three more times. Grave Robert. Oh yeah, Paris Hilton's in this fucking movie, you guys. Because it was so fucking funny. Oh my God, I can't even begin. <laughs> right, where do we even start? Okay, I need to calm down. Ariana, calm down. Everyone calm down. <laughs> Can we just set the stage? So guys, I wanted to dress appropriate for this recording. <laughs> you look I am great. currently wearing a completely silver metallic onesie. And my hair is in pigtails because I felt like it brought the chaotic energy that this rock opera deserved. You look like a slutty Xenon. And if that's <laughs> not what this rock musical opera is going for, I don't know what is. I I actually bought this outfit this weekend because I went to a aliens and cowboys party and I was an oh alien. God, that. So that actually makes me feel like I did a good job. Oh, perfect. Well, then... You're nailing it, girlfriend. Yes. You're nailing it. I want it. best dress in a room full of gay men. So holy shit, my life that's a is, big deal. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy and satisfied. Good for you, and I'm glad you got good use out of this adorable little metallic number because you look <laughs> like and and I told you whenever you came on, I was like, oh my god, you look like a gin turn. <laughs> I was and like, what the fuck she's is like, what that? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, okay, I've seen this movie twice in a row, so I'm very steeped in the lore and. <laughs> And I know that the employees of Gene Corps, which is like the bad guy of this rock opera musical thing, um, all of their employees are called Gen Turns and they dress like slutty Xenons. And it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You didn't even have to explain it. You were like, it's in this movie. And I was like, oh, it's all the slutty girls running around that are like randomly all over the employees and (laughs) also... killing everyone and also getting killed it was <laughs> so overwhelming this movie made me smile i was smiling the entire time <laughs> i'm sure you were just grinning i'm sure you it was were. perfection which is why i'm so overwhelmed and like i can't ariana you're really gonna have to rein me in this time because <laughs> it's like you just took a kid to a candy store and you're like look at it and i'm like huh? i am so surprised You've never seen this before. I've never seen this. Oh, what a treat. What a treat for <laughs> Wait, me. Did someone actually <laughs> recommend this or did you recommend this? You did. It was me. I recommended it. <laughs> that was like me last episode. You were like, who recommended this? And I was like, me. <laughs> I thought that exact thing because if you guys haven't listened to the last episode that we did on Friday the 13th remake, holy shit, we just like fought. No, no Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. We just fought for like three hours. Um, Yeah, it was just a fight to the death. It was great. It was really good time. And Ariana was like heavily (laughs) defending the movie and I was just like coming for it. 
And as soon as I sat down to watch this movie, like within the first five minutes, because a ton happens in the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, I think I think this is going to be the opposite. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But I also I'm like, but it like you're also into weird shit, Ariana. (laughs) And this is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. (laughs) I just I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about it, because especially going back to like Nightmare on Elm Street remake, because that (laughs) sparked a lot of conversation in the club. Yeah. Like people are taking sides, like Team Kate and Team Ariana. It's so funny. I have people like you can all of our club officers are on the club discord. And so they're all talking. But also people are emailing me directly and they are so like passionate. Yeah. Passionately on one side or the other. And they're like, Kate, Ariana doesn't know what she's fucking talking about. (laughs) Or they'll be like, Kate, Ariana is correct. And you're an idiot. Like, it's great. It's just everybody's defending. It's so funny how right everyone's opinions are. Um, But everyone's right. Everybody's right. And Michael Myers made a chart. Ariana, have you seen this chart? Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Okay, I'm obsessed. let me pull up. Let me pull Wait, up. Are the you chart. talking about the the X Y Z? Yeah, the grid. Gotcha. I don't think the that grid. was Michael Myers. I think that was uh, someone else. We were working on it. Well, I guess everybody was working on it. Oh the yeah, whole Discord yeah. is working on it. The guy, oh my god, the guy <laughs> made it. The J guy. Wait, I want to give him credit. What's his name? Hold on. His name's J Mixed Movement. He created this, oh, yeah. and now they're just all adding movies to this xyz chart that this is incredible yeah it's absolutely insane ariana like explain the explain this grid for people i'm gonna post it on insta because people need to see this it's still like they're still working on it yeah um but ultimately ariana like it's basically it was sparked out of our conversations from nightmare remake where we realize and again that's that's why we Hi, I'm Enid, and that's Wednesday because we are very, <laughs> we are very predictable. It turns out. Yes, yes, very predictable. This is a chart in which there is a x-axis where the negative values are imaginative and the positive values are realistic, and then a y-axis where the negative is fun and then the positive is is moody. So it's literally so, like a grid where you can place different movies. And how it applies. Yeah. So like there's a lot of movies in what I would call your square, Ariana, which is moody and realistic. So I'm looking at like <laughs> um, Haunting of Hill House. What else am I seeing here? A, a Barbarian, which I disagree with that placement, but it's fine. Um, a lot of things like that. And then over in my quadrant, which is fun and imaginative, is a Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> that's the only one that's in there. That's the only one there so far. <laughs> So um, I feel like I this one could go in there. This one is a hundred billion. Do you think you would? You don't think this is a very realistic movie? You don't think so? It you is moody so? though. It is moody, but it's also fun. It is so much fun. It's this hard. is way more fun than moody, but yeah, I would say it's very moody as well. Mm, yeah. Tough one, but I gotta say this one's coming in my square. I'm claiming it. <laughs> I'm claiming Come it to my square. Come to me. And, I, and also, I just I kind of am getting the vibe that Ariana likes this movie, so I'm like, yes, she's starting I mean, to like. I dressed up for it, so I know. <laughs> that should clue you and in. That's that's on brand for like this. Musical, because this musical is rock opera, whatever movie, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to say musical. It's shorter. This musical is very much like in the same vein of like Rocky Horror in that it had only only on a much smaller scale and much, I would argue, weirder. Oh, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> much more violent. Yeah. Um, gory. Uh, only on a much, much smaller scale. 
And so it's like, I didn't know if I would like it or not. Yeah. I 100 billion percent love this movie. I will say I am a Patreon. I did vote for this movie. Did you vote for it? I voted for it. And I had heard of it before. I don't think I've ever watched it because I think it caught my attention because one, it has Paris Hilton in it and it has Alexa Vega in it. So it caught my attention. Sure. And I think when I was younger, I thought it was going to be a different type of movie because what I saw was uh, Pavi, the the guy with the face, the woman's face, like stretched onto his face. And I thought that was kind of fucked up and weird. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie. You love so that I, shit. <laughs> now that I understand because I've <laughs> seen it, I feel differently. That being said, when I first heard about this, I was like, this seems really fucking too far for me. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but all I'm going to say was it too far (laughs) when I watched the trailer for this, because I do have to watch the trailer. Unlike Kate, I need I love I never watched the trailer. Yeah, I was like, this is the movie I'm voting for. (laughs) Yeah, so I did vote for it. Grave robber. Grave robber. Grave robber. I'm so excited to tell everybody about this movie. Um, I think that if you're like kind of interested in it and you're like, uh, is this something I'm going to be interested in? You can definitely enjoy us like talking about it without having seen it because trust me, you get it's There's a completely so different more. experience. Yeah, we, I cannot deliver the surrealism that is delivered in this movie, but I can tell you about it because there's a lot to talk about. There is so um, much to talk about. Like the, so the storyline is chaotic, but then when you watch it, there's like chaos on chaos. Like you're not going to miss anything by listening to this. I have one page of notes and that's it because I couldn't keep up. I just gave up. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's really saying something. Yeah, my notes are literally just like all caps. I am fucking dying. Me staring at this in horror. What the actual fuck? <laughs> this is literally my notes. I have no like actual coherent notes. They're just That's pure like emotion. Like, <laughs> mine, I mine just says immediate evisceration. I like. I'm starting. I'm trying to be. You can see it. Just, look, yeah. I have bullet points, and then just yeah. then just all over the all over the page, and then it just says blood disease question mark. Oh, I love that. Then I it love says it. I am a doctor and I'm your father. <laughs> And then I wrote down, I'll take my meds, dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, I have a section that's like my top three favorite quotes from this. I'm so excited to hear it. I started to and I was like, there's too many. I just can't. There's Um, too many. There's too many. And then I wrote Paris is serving cunt. And that is underlined. (laughs) Because, yes, she is. In more ways than one. In many ways. In all the ways possible. (laughs) And then I wrote Sarah Brightman, Jesus Christ. Sarah Brightman. Who's Sarah Brightman? Oh, are oh, you oh, wait, Blind Mag? Blind Mag, right? Yeah, Blind Mag. You don't know who Sarah Brightman is? No, what else what else is she in? Is she famous? Am I stupid? What else is she in? Phantom of the Opera. Oh, oh yeah, you're of the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she originated the role of Christine Daae oh. in Phantom of the Opera. Ah. She was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um I'm so glad that you didn't know who she was actually because I have just like something coming up, I'm going to be pulling my sister onto the club soon. My older sister, who y'all haven't met Ooh. yet. Ooh, she doesn't know it yet, but um, it does involve <laughs> musicals because I'm in a very musical mood. And it does involve trivia because trivia is fun to pounce on people. And she doesn't listen to this podcast, so she doesn't know. Oh, and one shit. of the questions is who originates the role of Christine Daae in Phantom of the Opera. Damn, is she going to know that? Is she a hundred billion percent? She's going to know that. Yeah, (laughs) she's going to know that. Um, But yeah, Sarah Brightman, who is like an actual 
amazing, like Broadway darling. She's a very big deal. Is in this fucking movie next to Paris Hilton. <laughs> it's it's so much. It's so much. And okay, Alexa but- Vega. And Alexa Vega. And then like Giles from Buffy is here and he is fucking killing it. Wait, which one is he? Shame on you. He I don't watch Buffy. You know this. I know this. He's a doctor and her father. Oh, he's. Oh, yeah. He's like the, he's the repo man. He's the professor, though, in. Um, right. In Buffy. He's like their teacher or something. The librarian. Sure. I'll yeah. allow it. Okay. I'll allow it. The respect <laughs> that you just gave to try. And that's uh, all I have. I've seen like three episodes of it. I don't I know. know. Sorry. Everyone's like, stop talking about Buffy. And I'm like, never. <laughs> never. I will say I have I've had people write in and say that they also are a big Veronica Ma- Mars fan. So it's not I can talk about that one, too. <laughs> but anyway, Giles is here. You guys, if you're a Buffy fan, Giles is here and he is tearing it up literally and <laughs> figuratively. But we can't. It's too. I got, we got to We got to pull back. It's too much. We got to pull back. We got to pull back before we go into repo. I just want to time for club bulletins. Club bulletins, shuffling, shuffling papers. Because if it doesn't happen now, I am going to spiral very quickly into the repo hole. <laughs> yeah, let's do it before you spiral. Oh my god. Okay. So first off, welcome guys. Thank you for uh, being part of this club, and thank you to everyone who uh, participated in the April merch giveaway. Um, we're going to be announcing the winner of that very soon. Very excited about that. And also, just a quick shout out to our new patrons. We have a couple of them, and I want to give shout outs. Yay! Oh damn! I Exciting. Know. Um, so our patron supporters, those are our club officers. They're the ones who are popping off in our discord. They're the ones um, who get to vote on the movies. They're the ones who picked repo. So thank you to all of our club officers. <laughs> I didn't think y'all would pick this one. And I am so happy you did. Kate's um, so happy. I'm thrilled. <laughs> thank you for making the right decision. Um, so Joey from England. Oh, damn. Yay, Joey from London, England. Nice. I actually don't know if he's from London. Wait, is he from London? I'm not sure. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not from London. I know. <laughs> not everyone I from sorry. England's from London. <laughs> I think they're all from London because my friend's in London. So I'm like, oh, they're all in London. But he, Joey, um, he's a veteran club officer. He's been with us for a long time and he upped his rank to VP, which I thought was like super oh, sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And now he gets to do tiebreaker votes, which have happened a couple of times and nice. only the VPs get to do it. So yep. yep. anyway, mwah, we love you, Joey. Um, and then Hayden from Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, our new club secretary. Nice. Coming at you. Nice. Um, uh, so really excited. I just want to say thank you to our supporters. But we got we to gotta talk about Repo. Oof. <laughs> like, Oof. like pres- presently. Oh, God. Oh, so, God. Um, Ariana, gra- you grab someone off the street. You shake them. <laughs> you say, have you heard of Repo, the genetic opera? They say, no. They say, no, get away from me. They say, no, don't touch me. And you explain to them what it is in two sentences or less. What do you say? <laughs> All right, here we go. We got a teaser for you. In response to a worldwide epidemic, Mm. a biotech company launches an organ financing program with a killer repossession policy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you write that? (laughs) Um, It's a uh, variant of the IMDb movie teaser. (laughs) I'm going to say, yeah, you wrote it. It's good. Good job. (laughs) Good job. I love it. Um, And it is a rock opera. So let me talk for a minute about what a rock opera is. So rock operas are typically. So whenever I first looked this, what I thought to be musical up, um, because Ariana knows that I tend to do like deep dives into like the songs of musicals and kind of pick my favorites and rank them. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just like a fun, normal thing that I do. Yeah, I couldn't possibly I could not possibly have done that here. Um, There are 50 songs. Yeah. 50 of them. And it's hard kind of to tell when one starts and one stops. 
So I just simply couldn't. So all all kudos go to Zydrate Anatomy. Anatomy, which is, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the absolute, like, that's the only one that's coming to my brain is like. That's, that's the good one. Yep. Um, not to say that there aren't some hilarious and fun songs in this one, but that's the song that I will shout out. Um, and that is the Zydrate comes in a little glass vial, which (laughs) Em and I have been saying back and forth and just texting each other. Like a little glass vial, a little glass vial, and the little glass vial goes into the gun like a battery, (laughs) like a battery. So weird. And you place it somewhere on your anatomy. Anatomy. Absolutely fantastic. I don't even remember what I was saying. I just started singing that song. Oh yeah, but I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, what am I getting myself into?" And that's when, I, when that's when I learned it was a rock, a rock opera. And so rock operas aren't typically like produced. How do I how do I explain this? They don't typically have like actors. It's typically like a like a like an album that is produced. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah, know that. and it's and like so that's why they're like singing every single word. So like the, nothing is really spoken in this movie. It's all. Sp- sung yeah it's all very les mis but yeah rock operas it's if you think of like a classical like opera everything that they're saying is meant to move the plot forward because if you think of a traditional rock opera or if like you're listening to an opera you should be able to follow the story without seeing it does that make Uh, sense am i explaining this okay okay. yeah Mm -hmm. so um that's what this movie is doing. So it's, I can understand if people are watching this and are like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they like seeing talking everything? And it looks a little bit strange whenever it's like there's actors doing it. But that's why. Um, mm, got it. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. also um, this movie was a stage play before it was a movie. OK. Yeah. Which may also makes a lot of sense if you see it, because it's extremely melodramatic, um, <laughs> extremely theatrical. Just everything is an 11 out of 10. Everything is uh, just cranked as high up as they can get it yep. because it's you know meant to play to the cheap seats. It's like a, a theater production. Um, and in movie format, that is <laughs> just sensory overload. And Over I am there for the it. Top. Yes. But I can understand <laughs> if this is too much for people like my husband, Nick, who I made watch this. And I feel what did Nick think? What did he has said? Nothing so far. You know, he takes time. Yeah. He has to process. <laughs> he has said, stop singing that stupid song. Um, <laughs> what the little glass bile. comes in a little <laughs> glass smile. <laughs> I can't. It's not up to me. It's not, I can't help it. I'm, I'm going to be seeing that forever. <laughs> a little glass vial? A little, a little glass, glass vial. vial. Absolutely fantastic. Okay. But yeah, that's that's what a rock opera is. So I just want to make sure that everybody understands what they're getting into whenever they're going to sit down and watch this movie. Definitely sensory overload. Definitely like the most entertaining two hours of your life. <laughs> it's just like complete complete sensory overload the entire time and it's gory yeah it's gory and it's funny and it's sexualized and it's disgusting it's so sexualized it's gross and perverted and hilarious both yeah. intentionally and i feel unintentionally yeah it's like a great mix it's a great it's it's a it's a gem is what i'm trying to say is you don't come across <laughs> movies like this every day yes it's, it's definitely one of a kind gem. one of a kind um so if what I should we just like go into the cast first, because I kind of want to like set the stage for like who everybody is. I kind of want to give everyone an idea of like who the characters are in this musical. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the genre, though, first. What do you have besides rock opera? I mean, it's a rock opera. It's 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 so many things. Um, 
there is no corn in this because it's set you, <laughs> in the you future. You purposely were like, is there corn? I need to I know. To She's going to bring like, it up. I can't be called out again for missing <laughs> corn horror. But there is no corn. Nor, um, yeah, because there's no corn. Like a cyberpunk future, mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic war zone kind of situation. Um, I would call it cyberpunk. I would call it... Um, I don't know what to call this. I don't know. I can't land on anything. Face ripping horror. <laughs> face horror. Um, I have that Face too, horror. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Face horror for sure. <laughs> I would say face horror is probably the most. There's a lot of faces getting ripped off, put onto other faces. I feel like it's kind of a slasher because there is oh, for sure. someone who's epically murdering everybody. <laughs> um, okay. It's legal though. <laughs> it's, He's it's repossessing. Sort of legal. <laughs> He's, he's repossessing organs. He's repossessing the property of Gene Co. And sometimes that's your heart. And that's just how it goes. Ugh, yeah. So, yeah, it's gory. Dystopian. Dystopian. Hella dystopian. Sci-fi um, kind of. Yeah. I, and, like, I wrote, like, it's if you guys are, any, if anyone's, like, a gamer, it's, like, very cyberpunk, very Bioshock, very Borderlands is what me and Emma and her boyfriend, Chad, were all, like, just shouting out every video game that we've played recently that looks exactly like this. But oh, I'm, okay. I'm like a major sucker for. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm a su- like the way that you're a sucker for. Like, what kind of aesthetic aesthetics are you? Like, what kind of settings do you really like in horror? I'm trying to think. Woods, you love the woods, girl. I do. I'm very yeah. witchy and woodsy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want. I like cyberpunky shit. I don't know why. I also mm. love woodsy shit, but cyberpunk weirdness. I'm into it. Dread <laughs> loved it. Like anything like that. I'm really, really into it. I don't know why. Just put a weird That's visor fair. on someone wearing a metallic onesie. <laughs> give him a gun, and I'm set. Make them sing. I'm over the moon. Have them be murdered at the end of their song. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I didn't know that I could ask for all of these things <laughs> and from one them. movie. And you, you just gave them to me without me asking for it. I'm so <laughs> truly blessed this day. Oh, I think she liked it, guys. I don't know. I think I'm going to finish it again whenever we're done recording. Literally, I was so confused. I'm like, you're watching it a second time. This could be really good or really bad. It, and I have it, a feeling I, it's really good. It's really good. because, And that's what I was trying to figure out. Because, again, processing all of this at once, I was like, um... <laughs> it was like shell shock i was like uh, like i love it but do i love it for the right reasons and yes i do same yeah that's why i like that part of my role is summarizing the movie because i feel like it's it definitely helps me like relive everything and really appreciate it because you have to mm-hmm. go through it a second time yeah i and I, I rarely have time to do that which is why sometimes people um club members will like bring up oh well you said th- this about this movie i'm like well that was then <laughs> you're like i feel differently i feel differently <laughs> and just as fast. strong as i did then but different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i feel passionately in the opposite way <laughs> Dude, now. sometimes that what if i like learn to love the nightmare remake maybe i will maybe if <gasps> oh, i watch I it with that. you i'll fall in love with it no, I don't know, man. I think no, I need more time for not. that one. Definitely, I need not. more time. But do you know how much this movie costs, Ariana? Wait, I still got a couple movie genres for you. You have more movie genres. <laughs> Coming of age, that's a trope. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, Coming that of is age, one. and also my favorite, Baddie Daddy. <laughs> baddie Dad. There's two Baddie Daddies. <laughs> baddie Daddy. I love a Baddie Daddy. I wrote. <laughs> I called um, Daddy Gene Co. You know Roddy Largo, yeah. who's the main antagonist i was i called him daddy gene co daddy the whole time. gene co we love it we, we love, it. love daddy and i have so much to tell you about this actor like i'm holy so shit. excited yeah i feel like they make a big deal about him and i'm excited to find out who he is he's and what a he's fascinating about. character he's the most um 
like he opens his mouth and you're like, oh, holy shit. Like this might actually be an opera. It's like sometimes it is. And then sometimes it's not. It's like Sarah Brightman's here. This mobster who can actually like fucking belt it directly into the camera, like break the fourth wall and just fucking like hit the highest note ever. So crazy. Yeah. And then Alexa Vega shows up and bless her. She is not a singer. And I'm like, what is going on here? She's so cute, though. She's really cute. I really like her. I'm team Alexa Vega, but it's just like, what? is happening yeah. right now. Why is a spy kid being sung to by Daddy Jean Co? Oh my God, this poor girl. I, I can't even. It's so great, but I'm excited to hear about the cast. Okay, I think that we should tell everybody because I feel like yeah. not everybody knows about this movie because if I haven't seen this movie, there's got to be other people like me who are interested in it. Yeah, I knew very little about this movie. I knew Paris Hilton was in it and I knew there was a guy with a woman's face stapled to his face. Yeah, did you know that Zai, um, what is it called? Oh my God, did I forget Zydrate? what it's called? Yeah. Did you know that that comes in a little glass vial? <laughs> a little glass vial? A little glass vial. <laughs> okay. So let's go through the cast of characters. Okay. Um, we got Alexa Vega. She's our Spy Kids girly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was her name in Spy Kids? D- Carmen. How do Carmen. I still know that? Because I, I loved that movie as a kid. Yeah. Honestly, it's yeah, still it great. great. Movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie. All the millennials. So we have- Oh, uh, yeah, of course. We have Alexa Vega. Um, she's the the main character, the protagonist, Shiloh. She's a 17-year-old girl. Well, we should set the setting first, the setting. Um, yes. It's like 2000, right? Like some future time. 2056, I think. Is it? Do they give a name? Yeah. Like number? Mm-hmm. It's always way too close to reality. And I'm like, I hope not. Is it going <laughs> to? know, right? <laughs> we have like 10 more years. <laughs> yeah, I remember whenever uh, the year of Terminator came in went like it was like the 1980s terminator prediction it was like 2020 or 2018 i'm like uh <laughs> is it gonna happen oh god are the robots gonna make their move today and they uh, didn't so i think we're probably safe from gene Co either that for or now. they did and it's a matrix situation don't even i can't handle that nick does that to me he's like what if this is all a simulation and i'm like i can't do this i say that constantly ever. i know i hate it i hate it i'm like i can't do i cannot entertain that thought now or ever <laughs> you don't have to because it's a simulation so it doesn't matter ah perfect excellent i just <laughs> because i play so many simulations it's just it's too much it's like is this a simulation within us we can't see it we can't go yes. there can't go there i can't go there so alexa vega <laughs> <laughs> alexa vega she's our main character um she's oh no we haven't set the setting still okay so it's like post-apocalyptic oh cyberpunky um, and you know what? Let me just explain. I, th- I was trying fast. to figure out what city this is supposed to be. I don't think it's supposed to be a specific city. I don't think city. it's supposed to. Let me, I, I have it. So by the year 2056, you're right. An epidemic of organ failures has devastated the planet and has wiped out 99% of the human population. Then this big megacorp, GeneCo, shows up and they are there to offer organ transplants. Wow. That's so nice of them. Wow. Um, but people can't afford it. And they're like, that's Okay. We have a payment plan that we can offer you for your organs. And so then the market kind of turns and Gene Co. seizes this opportunity and markets elective surgery as a fashion statement. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> and I'll talk about some of the things that are just even just like brief snippets that are in the movie. Like there's a cover of a magazine that's called The Anatomy Times. <laughs> and it's like, change your race. See page 13. Oh, fuck. Yeah, crazy shit like that. Get it get a better x-ray. It's on the inside that counts. Like crazy shit. Like people are just like changing their spleens out to get different spleens. Everyone's being all fucked up. For no reason. For no reason. Um, and then Gene Co. is like, great. Now we're gonna develop and market Zydrate, which comes in a little glass file. Little and glass file? as the ad says, there's a big ad for Zydrate, and it says, 
ask your sir, what, what is it called? Surgeon, I think is what they call him. A surgeon. It's capital G-E-N. Ask oh. your surgeon about Zydrate. <laughs> and it says, it's an expensive and addicting painkiller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like irony on irony on so many it's layers. Just, it's so much going on. And and that's, again, why I had to rewatch it, because it's just jam-packed with just shit like that. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't pause it the first time because I was watching it with Emma, and I wanted to pause it every five seconds. Every five seconds. Yeah, because whenever Ariana... Okay, I keep saying you called me. I called her. It's always that way. <laughs> so whenever I called Ariana, and she's like, how much more do you have on your re- rewatch? I'm like, okay, so I'm seven minutes in, so this will be another five hours. <laughs> I was like, um, let's not do that. Let's not. Like, fine, I'll just listen to my favorite song again but now so we got zydrate which is like a painkiller so people can tolerate all these surgeries that they're getting for no reason and go into further debt to Co. and now we have grave robbers on the scene that are selling knockoff versions of zydrate on the black market which they have to extract from dead body dead bodies nostrils yeah the nostrils we're not even done yet this is literally the exposition to this movie this isn't even the movie we're not even there yet this is the exposition to get there um (laughs) then jinko (laughs) the ceo of jinko daddy jinko or what's his real name roddy largo what a great name i know roddy largo he gets active in politics which this is like so satire so cool i love it i don't know he gets in politics and he lobbies for a bill that gets successfully passed which legalizes organ repossession. So so murder is literally legal. It is now legal. So if you have, so they've gotten everyone addicted to this painkiller. They've gotten everyone addicted to surgery and uh, on, on, in their debt. And now for some reason, just because they want to, they're like, we're going <laughs> to, oh, I guess because they can resell them, right? Right, 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 right. right. Okay. Because it's the future and they can just like do that. They can just use a kidney forever. That's great. Um <laughs> It's the future. It's like 20 years from now. But yeah, (laughs) that part would be very helpful. Um, But yeah, so now organ repossession is legal, which is why we have Repo, the genetic opera. And it's following the person who does these repossessions. By murdering people, slashing their bodies to bits and stealing their livers. Yeah. (laughs) Just scooping everything out. Scooping that shit out of there. Stealing their spines. And also some people have gotten like skin transplants. Like, so he's like peeling skin off. Like it's nuts. Uh, Um, Absolutely nuts. But that is the exposition to the story, which is all played like a graphic novel with like heavy metal music over it. Oh my God. It's absolutely (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) I wonder what Kate's going to give this movie, guys. I wonder. 18 out of 10. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I can't keep it in. A billion out of 10. <laughs> so oh, boy. And don't get me wrong. This movie is so problematic. And there are so many things wrong with it. Like, obviously wrong that could have been better. And Ooh, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing, though. I'm interested I to find out what this Some is. Some dialogue things. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> couple sure. things like that. Yeah. But I love it just the way it is. And I wouldn't change a fucking thing. <laughs> um, and so does all of the people who like this movie. Because when this movie came out, it literally was just like, it was released in, I think, seven theaters when it came out. Yeah. And the um, director and writer, the, they were just doing their own like marketing for the movie. So it was not like a super mega popular blockbuster movie at all. It was like no one had ever heard of it. But the people who love it, like really loved it. And it became, and I know I call everything this, but a cult classic. And I think I can really use that one here. Oh, yeah. No, I agree completely. It's like, like Rocky to the Horror point, almost. Yeah. 
Well, you're dressed up for this recording. Yes. It inspired me to dress up. I was literally looking up blind mag cosplay prior to recording this. I was like, damn, I want to be that bitch for Halloween. And then it got, I got inspired and that's why I have my silver onesie on right now. You look so great. I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm in my pajamas. I don't think I made it to this cyberpunk dystopia. I think I got my organs reharvested like a long time ago. <laughs> I missed a payment, but you, you're working for Gene, Co- Gene Core, and I love that oh, for you. Oh, I'm a gin turn for sure. I'm also worried for you because they just sometimes stab their gin turns. Like, it's in front out of, other of gin nowhere. Turns. Out of nowhere. I think there's one line, which I wish would have made my top three, where he's like... I know what it is. Wait, are you... Say it. I want to know if it's I know same. what it is. Um, I'm going to find a hole and fuck <laughs> yep, it. Yep. And if I can't find a hole, I'll make, I'll one, make one. And then, and he, then he stabs, stabs. <laughs> It's so weird. That scene had so much going on. I think that's the scene where I wrote in all caps, I can't, I'm dying. What is going on? I re- My mouth is open in horror at that I scene the entire time. I wrote one line, because um, I, I was trying to keep up with all of my favorite lines and I just couldn't keep them up. But there is one line that I got to write down, which is Paris Hilton's first line. Do you remember the first no. thing? No, what is it? Where the fuck is dad, brothers? <laughs> <laughs> First thing she says. I have so many questions about the motivation of Paris Hilton to be in this movie. Like, do you think she's the fucking coolest? Yeah. Like, do you think she read the script and was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll do this shit for free. Cause like that bitch obviously needs no money. So she's like, not need money. She was like, you want me to do this? That sounds exactly like something I'd want to do. I think so. Well, I also think because she was in house of wax and Mm. which I still haven't seen, but I know her death scene specifically from house of wax. Okay. Um, because people were really fucking mean to her about it. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was a time. Um, all right, we're going back to like 2000s. We're going to talk about Paris Hilton for a second. Paris Hilton <laughs> like really capitalized off of the like, you remember you remember her and her little T-shirt, the stop being poor. Like she was really. No, I wasn't into her when she was cool. Oh, OK. Well, she was like really leaning hard into like the spoiled little brat aesthetic and like capitalizing <laughs> off that. And that's why she, she did this role. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she, but whenever she did House of Wax and her, which honestly, I really love Paris Hilton. Like I love her. Just all cards on the table. I think she's a cool person. Um, and she does a lot for charity and she's really nice to her fans. And I just really like her. Um, but she definitely in the 2000s was like her and her Nicole Richie, like just being spoiled little rich girls, being on reality TV. I still love, they still served cunt like constantly. Like you can't turn that <laughs> off, but like they were not liked by a lot of America. And so- um, whenever she died in House of Wax, her character died, people were really nasty about it and like kept like replaying it and like circling the video of Paris Hilton because she dies in like a very violent way. And they were like getting off on it. I mean, like, haha, fuck Paris Hilton. Why are people so fucked up? That's fucked up. And it really it like really, as you can imagine, it like really upset her. And like she was. Yeah. You know, because she didn't have to do that. Like she didn't have to go do House of Wax, but she wanted to. And. Is right. she a good actress? Absolutely not. She won a raspberry for this. <laughs> she won a raspberry, which is like the the worst acting award. She won. It's she so won good it. though. But uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Grave no. robbers. Oh we love it. She's amazing. She's perfect. So seeing She's, her yeah. in this movie and doing the things she does in this movie. I'm, I have so much mad respect for her. Like she's nuts. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that she asked for a lot of money, but the budget for this movie was actually pretty high. Really? Interesting. It was eight, eight and a half million. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, 
<laughs> and it's like there's a there's a lot of actually fairly decent CGI, especially CGI. Mm-hmm, especially considering this came out in 08. Like I was actually like, oh, that actually doesn't look terrible. And I'm very critical of CGI, but, you know, also biased towards rock musicals, it turns out. <laughs> so I'm turns like, out. don't care. Thought? <laughs> don't care that that bug looks dumb. I love it. Don't change it. <laughs> Do not fix this. It's the bug. The bug. It all looks great. But um, box office, <laughs> remembering that it only aired in, or it only screened in seven theaters. Um, I, do you want to guess? Or is it mean oh God. to guess? Three million. 188,000. No. <laughs> no. Oh, sweet baby repo. <laughs> And this was distributed by Lionsgate, which is like an actual like it's so right. Ra- it's such a distribution weird, company. Such a weird movie. Like what even? All like, of it. Like from from inception to yes. creation. I'm just like how and why. And I'm so glad. And One I don't actually kind. I have all the questions and also no questions. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. You're like, I love it. I'm not questioning you, but here's all my questions. But I have a ton of questions that I don't <laughs> want you to answer, but I love it. <laughs> But so that's we've talked we've talked about Paris Hilton being in this. We've talked about the kind of what the story is about. So now I'm going to go into the characters. So we talked about right. Alexis Vega. She is the primary protagonist. She's 17 years old. And we're kind of following her story through this. We'll get to it. Um, Roddy Largo is Gene Co-Daddy. He's the big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is played by Paul Servino, who I am going to talk about him. Yeah. Because, holy shit. Uh, and he has three like terrible, spoiled, rich children. Um, Paris Hilton, who plays Amber Sweet, his daughter who's addicted to surgery. Love it. I love it. And Zydrate. And Zydrate, yeah, yeah. And by connection, she's addicted to Zydrate. She's Um, also the face of the Zydrate addiction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, whatever it's called. Don't care. Yeah. I love it. I just love watching her walk in with her like shirtless bodyguards to yeah. go get some Zydrate off the street and they're like fanning her. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So there's, you know, Amber Sweet Paris Hilton is one of the, you know, crazy daughters. And then he has two other sons, Luigi, who's just like this. He's the one who just stabbed one of just, his. He's, he's just got so much anger. Homicidal maniac. Yeah. He's a total <laughs> he's maniac just, for sure. He's unhinged. And then um pavi who is the third child who is the one with a woman's face stretched over his face it's he has some sort of burned face yeah it's like all that they don't up. figure out yeah they don't really tell you why but his face is like totally scarred and burned mm-hmm. and he's got like that woman face and he's like super like effeminate and like but he's also like a lady killer literally yeah. and figuratively yeah 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 like yeah. the ladies love poppy <laughs> yeah it's so crazy it's, it's so, so crazy. crazy um so and then we have um anthony stewart head who plays nathan who is shiloh's father and also can i say it the repo man <gasps> dun dun spoiler dun, dun. spoilers spoilers <laughs> for repo the genetic opera that came out in 08 <laughs> And and then also then we have Blind Mag who we'll get to, but she's a very strange perfect. character. She's perfect. I'm so glad that you identified with her immediately. Yes. And she's played by Sarah <laughs> Brightman, who is a literal, like classically trained opera singer goddess of Broadway. So that's a lot to take in. Um before we go into the plot, <laughs> can I tell you a little bit about um Daddy Jeanco? About Yes, I need oh to god. know everything about him. Oh my god. He's clearly so, a big deal because they list his name as like the first or second. He's an he's a a very, very accomplished 
and very highly trained theater and film actor who's been doing this shit forever. And everybody knows him. Um, Yeah, he passed um, not that long ago from natural causes. I know. Um, But he was fucking amazing. So let me let me just read some things about him. And this isn't even about his career. Actually, most of these have nothing to do with his career. This is just about (laughs) I was like, holy shit, I love you. So he's a father of um, he has he has daughters. Aww. This guy has daughters and I'm a sucker for a good dad. Girl dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a big sucker for a girl dad because I'm very close to my dad. Um, and I was reading about this guy. So in 07, there was a news report um, that his daughter, Amanda, one of his daughters, hit, her ex-boyfriend was like banging on her hotel room and like th- trying making threats saying he was going to kill her. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And then so her his daughter, Amanda, called the police and then called her dad, who was 67 at the time. Guess who got there first? Dad. Dad got there first and he had a gun. <laughs> Get the fuck away. From he my sure did. He had a gun. It was legal <laughs> to have it. it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you think he had? <laughs> so immediately I was like, love you immediately. Whatever. You're perfect. I love you. Um, but then also with his da- same daughter, Amanda, they lobbied against Americans against horse slaughter, um, hmm. which was it was like this really big thing. And he actually was part of a bill that Congress actually passed um, that stopped horse slaughter in the United States, which don't oh, look wow. into that if you really love horses. But it's like a major issue. Yeah. Like people stealing horses and using them for. Yeah. For all sorts of bad reasons. And also um, his family now runs a private horse rescue. In Aww. Pennsylvania. <gasps> wow. Where? Yeah. Do you know? Um, Gilbert, Pennsylvania. Oh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> okay. Well, that's where his horse is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. And then one, he, he has another daughter um, named Mira. And it, this is a, I'm going to read this quote directly because it just makes me, I love him. In January, 2018, um, he found out, Sorvino, this guy found out that Harvey Weinstein had sexually harassed his daughter. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mira. Um, who was an actress at the time and blacklisted her within the film industry. Oh, she did to a few people because she like rejected his sexual yeah. advances. Um, and so in response, Sorvino said this directly to the news. He goes, he's going to jail. Oh, yeah, that son of a bitch. Good for him if he goes, because if not, he has to meet me and I will kill the motherfucker. Real simple. <gasps> he said, Fuck. if I had known it, he would not be walking. He'd be in a wheelchair. This pig will get his comeuppance. The law will get him. He's going to go to jail and die in jail. Holy fuck. Wait, this guy feels like an IRL Roddy Largo. I know. And you know what's <laughs> interesting is so because he he's he 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 was in Goodfellas, like he constantly like plays these like thug roles. Like he's really good at them. Yeah. But he and he, then he acts like this in real life. And then he's like, Well, guys, I'm I'm an artist. Like I'm a soft person. Like I, I don't want to be he's like, I don't want everyone to remember me as like being this like mob guy like I also did a lot of other like really big theater stuff I'm like I don't know I think uh, I, don't know. I don't know that you're I think this it's, I don't know you sure about that but I will say he also is an accomplished sculptor um wow he specialized in casting bronze oh my god yeah he's definitely an artist yeah he he there's a sculpture in Scranton Pennsylvania um, that he sculpted of the late playwright Jason Miller in bronze. So random. I, I can't. This man, I'm like, I <laughs> love you so much. I love you wow. so deeply. Yeah. I can forgive you for repossessing everybody's organs. You're such a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a complicated character 
in this uh in this opera you're like mm, i kind of want to like you but you're also kind of a psycho but i kind of get it have you seen succession no what's that okay first of all you would love that show it's on hbo succession it's huge right i need now. hbo people keep telling me you, to get you shit need, and watch you need, shit, you need, you need but HBO. it's all on hbo well, that clip I sent you today of Rory Culkin, um, no, 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 Kieran Culkin. Is, Kieran, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was from a Succession interview. God, he's so hot. Why am I so into him? <laughs> so hot. Love me short guys. I don't know what to say. Oh, my God. Love Kate him. loves it. Love short it. Short kings. But, but it's, Succession is about a dad and his, well, he's like a very wealthy um, CEO dude, like top 1% and his children and kind of the battling between the children and like inheritance and it's like so a, it's like this it's movie. Like, yeah like kind of like I was like why does this feel like I'm watching like Wait. a weird version of succession like and like the kids are arguing with each other all the time just like this and I'm like whoa, whoa. I can't handle it where the fuck is dad brothers <laughs> iconic I will say if Paris Hilton was not in this movie I think I would like it significantly less. Me too. I will say that. I think she plays a big role in why I like this movie so <laughs> Me much. Me too. I think that she understood the assignment and she went for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I also think they really did a good job with casting because- Yes, I do too. Obviously, they went after her. They were like, this is the role. This is the script. And she was like, sign me the fuck up. She's a major part of this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm so- So why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about Paris Hilton's character, about Amber Sweet? Amber Sweet. All right. We have Amber Sweet. She is, well, we've already kind of talked about her, but she's the youngest daughter. Um, she's the only daughter and the youngest of the children. Mm-hmm. And she's addicted to plastic surgery and to Zydra. It's basically just Paris Hilton playing Paris Hilton. <laughs> but like this, like if she had been dropped into this life instead of, you know, being a hotel mogul. Same, same. You know what I mean? It's almost exactly the same thing as almost her IRL life. <laughs> So close. So close. Um, and I think, you know, and that's really all the, those are the main characters that I just wanted to mention. I just wanted everyone to have the cast of characters because this movie goes fast. The story goes fast. It goes real fast. And don't worry, I'll review all of that for you during my synopsis. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready if you're ready. I'm, oh, I'm, I was, ready. I'm ready to go through this a I'm third ready. time. Let's do it. I'm so excited to relive this by telling you guys the story because it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Okay. So. The year is 2056. Kate and I are in our late 40s. We're married. <laughs> We're in love. We're married to each other in our late 40s. Of course. The planet has experienced some sort of epidemic simply described as nonspecific organ failures. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Don't worry about that. That was then. <laughs> A company called Geneco emerges as the corporation that provides expensive organ transplants, but at a high cost. <gasps> And clients who miss payments are hunted down and have these organs repossessed by the repo men. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> they look great, too. Yeah. Awesome. Also, I love that they, it's not like a um, it's not like the re, it's not like done in a civilized fashion as they're repos- it's literally like a man like slashing throats. <laughs> There's no reason why he needs to be as violent as as yes. violent and as messy as he is and I have pleasure I have I have comments about this at the end we'll talk about it we'll talk about it (laughs) all right so the CEO of Jinko Roddy Largo who we've been talking about he discovers that he's daddy Jinko he's terminally ill and his children are in order from oldest to youngest Luigi Pavi and Amber 
and they bicker over who will inherit Jinko. And Luigi is the one, he's the oldest, he has a temper, he's a complete maniac. Pavi is vapid and narcissistic. He has a burned face for no reason. He wears women fa- women's face skin over his face for no reason. But he can change. Like, he can change he his He changes expression. his face skin. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then Amber Sweet, which is her first and last name that she changed. Um, it's a great name. Played by... I know, I'm obsessed. Played by Paris Hilton. She's the youngest child and the only daughter. She's addicted to plastic surgery and the drug called Zydrate. She's also the head of the Zydrate addiction, whatever that's called. Foundation? Foundation. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just like ironic for no reason. Blink and you'll miss it. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, just as an aside, Zydrate feels like a movie version of heroin. Yeah, You don't totally. really know. Um, but Jinko creates Zydrate and they sell it. And Amber, for some reason, gets hers from illegal sources. Makes um, no sense. Probably because she's like getting more than she should have. Yeah, but she also has like unlimited money. So, well, um, why I would you? Do- she probably just wants to. We'll get there. We'll get there. I don't want to. Are you jump saying ahead. that we shouldn't have been treated to the scene of her gyrating to for, for some zydrate <laughs> in an alley? They, they. She probably just wants to be a part of the black market and yeah. fuck she's the guy, like, the grave fun. robber. Of course. She's like all over him. I love it. That's also the writer in of this is musical. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The I grave robber that. is the writer. I'm obsessed with that. I love little tidbits like that. Isn't That's that amazing. so Rocky Horror? Like Yeah, yeah. It just immediately gave me I was like, this is the time warp. This is their time warp. It's I love so it. Good. Yeah. He kind of looks like one of the characters from Rocky Horror. I felt like he definitely pulled from that because he's the grave robber yeah. is the writer. Oh shoot, what's his name? I have it here. Um Terrence Zunick, is that how you okay. say it? Terrence Zunick. Um, and then he's not the director, though. The director is Darren Bowsman, who, and this is featured prominently on the, um, what's it called, poster, that he w- he directed four of the Saw movies. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he did two, uh, three, four, and then Spiral. The good which ones. Was- <laughs> All the best ones. All the best ones. I went to look it up and I'm like, uh, not the first one. Got it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> not that the first one was the best one. I take it back immediately. <laughs> I immediately take it back. But just like that combination of this like super creative brain writer who just does horror musicals, by the way, horror, and like teaches yeah. writing and stuff like that. Um, and then this horror director, I'm like, perfect. And they made another horror musical together. Oh, really? After this one. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is it? It's called the devil shoot, the devil something. I can find out with a click of a button. The devil's carnival. Oh, there's Ooh, multiple of them. That sounds spooky. Yeah, we're gonna watch that. Um, my my bar is uh, quite high. Is the only problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm worried because we've never heard of it that it might not be that good. But it's fine. I'm worried, worried about it. It's this is this is hard to. <laughs> it's you know I just I think I'm gonna leave that one untouched actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe later. I just maybe have we'll a feeling. It. It's not going to be as good as this. This settles into like, you know, what we know and love this movie. Then we can expand. Mm -hmm. I like it. Because this is just such lightning in a bottle. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like this wasn't supposed to be as magical and perfect as it is. It just happened. (laughs) I don't think that you could do it twice. I just don't think you can. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, back to whatever country. All right. Wherever we're in a planet that has uh, (laughs) organ failures. Don't worry about it. So Roddy... (laughs) 
we learn, believes none of his kids are worthy heirs of his company. So I mean. he decides <laughs> he would rather leave Gene Co. to a random 17-year-old girl named Shiloh Wallace, who is the daughter of his ex-fiance, Marnie. Try to keep so, up, guys. <laughs> we have a lot of names coming at his you. His dead ex-fiance, Marnie. His dead ex-fiance, Marnie. His <laughs> ex-fiance's 17-year-old daughter. So... Shiloh. Let's talk about Shiloh. So this is a 17-year-old girl. This is Alexa Vega. She inherited a rare blood disorder from her mother, Marnie, that causes her to feel faint and sometimes pass out when she goes outside. So her father requires that she stays indoors and actually locks her in a room, although she longs to experience the outside world. So Shiloh's overprotective father is a doctor who believes he inadvertently killed his wife, Marnie, when she was pregnant with Shiloh by giving her a treatment that he created for her illness. But in reality, the jealous Roddy somehow <gasps> secretly poisoned Marnie's medicine. Yeah. He got one of his, <laughs> what are they called? I called you one. This gene so cop? Yeah. Gin turns? Gin turn. He got one of his gin turns to sneak into his secret lab. <laughs> He's a doctor, but he has a secret lab. Which is behind a fireplace. Yeah. To sneak into Giles, I need to call him his name, not his Buffy name. <laughs> Repo Man. To sneak into Repo Nathan. Man. Nathan. Nathan. To sneak into Nathan's secret lab and put poison in the medicine. In the medicine. <laughs> in the it's cure. Just, <laughs> in, the, in the quote cure. Don't worry about it. We don't need to know uh -huh. the science behind any of it. It's an don't opera. Worry. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't fucking care. Like, this is the sickness. This is the cure. Yes. Yes. The end. We don't I kind of know. pretend like it's all in a like in Italian. And then I'm like, it's it's great. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, because like, if they were like, there's a sickness and a cure, I'd be like, I'm with you. That's all okay. I needed to know. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what happened? And then what happened? <laughs> so Roddy blackmails Nathan by promising not to have him arrested for Marnie's death as long as he becomes Gene Co.'s head repo man. Mm -hmm. So now he is murdering people. Oh, I, did we mention that Marnie is up, that like he did that because Marnie left him for Nathan? Yes. So he's jealous because mm -hmm. Marnie was a fiance to Roddy. And then she met Nathan and left Roddy for Nathan and they got married and then she got pregnant with Shiloh and then got sick. So oh, that's yeah. the also while she was sick, she was pregnant. And then the the poison that he snuck into the cure made her just like bleed everywhere, bleed out <laughs> from her eyes everywhere. And then yeah. Nathan had to like decide who's he going to save. And he ended up saving baby Shiloh. For some reason, it didn't affect Shiloh, even though it affected the mother. It, it did. She has a rare blood disease. Okay. Okay. Wanky, winky, blanky. <laughs> a rare blood disease. Um, okay. So as an aside, Shiloh does not know that Nathan is the repo man. She doesn't know that her dad is the repo man. She just thinks he's like a regular doctor. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. So mm -hmm. Shiloh sneaks out of her room one night to secretly visit her mother, Marnie's tomb. And it's a, while it's a in cool the graveyard, tune. yeah, it's pretty cool and spooky. Um, so she's in the graveyard. We meet this omniscient character called Grave Robber, who is the writer. Mm -hmm. And he basically is the narrator. He sings to the audience frequently. Did he, um, and this might just be a, a me thing. Did he remind you of um, Cats? <laughs> 
immediately as soon as he came on kind of because he has like fur he has like yes. a furry vest and he and he so he is to me monka strap from cats and i and i literally turned <laughs> to emma and i'm so it. glad emma was there because no one else would know who monka strap is <laughs> what the fuck he's the main cat and cat he's like the narrator cat the leader of the jellicle cats we were talking about cats last one too holy shit monka strat Monkus strap. M U N K U S T R A P. Got it, got it. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I was typing that into my notes and my notes auto corrected the spelling of it, which means I've typed it before. <laughs> Enough to add it to my dictionary. Whoa. But yeah, Monkus strap is like the little gray cat. Okay, he's not little, the gray human sized cat that is the. <laughs> he's like a gray narrator. tabby. Yeah, yeah. He's like explaining the jellical ball to the cats. He's like got it. in charge. Yes. And like, as soon as the musical starts, it's like Strap like explaining everything. And that's what happens here. It's like, here's some exposition that's like comic book, graphic novel style exposition. And then immediately Grave Robber comes out and is like singing in like this to blue you, alley to, like, the, to audience. the audience. Yeah. yeah. So that was just strong cat's energy for me. And yeah. I was here for it. <laughs> I loved it. I felt like without this character, we would have no idea because there's no definitely idea. a lot that he explains face to face. There's only so much you can do with graphic novel imagery. Like it would be 50% graphic novel imagery if we didn't mm-hmm. have him as a character. How else would I know that Zydrate comes in a little glass vial? <laughs> and it goes in the gun like a battery. It goes in the gun like a battery. I'm like, battery. what? What gun has a battery? I have so many questions. I love the battery gun. It's I love that nonsense. Zydrate is a medication that they have to shoot into you with a gun, but shoot literally anywhere on your body. Against your anatomy. But at, in, a, in a sexy place. In a sexy it's, place it's on your inner thigh, probably. I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, Oh, and it's bright blue and it like glows. It's glow in the dark blue and it's obtained from corpses' nostrils. I can't. It's so perfect. It's just like so many layers of like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to pause it. I had to really like watch it the way a human's supposed to watch it the first oh, time. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I like, pause <gasps> this shit every two seconds. I literally I know. would like pause it. And if Will walked in the room, I would like rewind it and make him watch a certain <laughs> scene. And then he'd be like, okay, I'm going. What did Will like, think? <laughs> Will has no emotion ever. I literally. I this didn't get anything. No, no, Kate, no, there's no Damn emotion it. there. <laughs> Damn. He was like, okay, I'm going to go run five miles. And I was like, deuces. Yeah, that's what Nick did too, essentially. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna just sit him down and be like, what did you think? You have to give me at least five words. Have to say five me. words or more. Or more, preferably. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. He'll be like, no, <laughs> I'm going to go on a run. Chaotic energy. I can't. Uh, okay, so... To review, we learned that Grave Robber digs up dead bodies and somehow obtains the illegal Zydrate via sticking a syringe in a corpse nostril. Again, did don't this worry song about scare it. you whenever he randomly screamed Grave? What? No. Okay. That that had me in absolute stitches. Whenever he was <laughs> we rewound that. Whenever he was singing in the graveyard and it's kind of like a play because like she's there but like they're not talking to each other like she's like hiding and he's like singing she's to the audience him. yeah yeah and then he's like singing in a hushed way and like robbing these graves but then he just like drops the body and goes brave and like a spotlight hits him and it's like what the fuck is going and then like the SWAT team's there yeah, those are called gene cops, by the way. Of course, they're called gene <laughs> cops. The gene cops come because they know he's robbing graves to get illegal Zydrate mm-hmm. to sell on the black market. And they're not happy about to it. To Paris Hilton. Yeah, to Paris Hilton 
slash sex workers. I love the, the sex workers market. so much. Yeah. We'll get Same. to that scene. It's really funny and blunt. Absolutely amazing. How um, old are you? When I was your age, I got my first surgery and I was turning tricks a month later. No, and then she, she was walks 13 away. when she was 13. turning tricks. That's right. That's right. And then she just Even walks worse. away. I'm like, thanks, like, man. Yeah. And Alexa Big is trauma like, dumping okay. on this child in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it's some Zydrate, please. Go away. It's very self-aware in that scene, I think, because yeah. Alexa Big is like, what? Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's great. The perfect um, mix of intentional and unintended humor. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And irony. It's like it's just, so ugh. many layers of chaos, but also like you're trying to keep up with the jokes and you like can't because it's just like too much. And then That's someone gets this... stabbed in the gut and just thrown off screen and they're they're gone. Don't worry about that. They're them. gone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, it's just like one of those things you have to rewatch like 30 times. So I do understand why you tried to rewatch it before we talked about it, because mm -hmm. there is a lot you can miss. It's very, very complex very I rewatched the first half up to Good. the Zydrate going in the little glass <laughs> That's the best part I yeah, rewatched that I'm three like, different times so. I'm gonna watch it again too after yes. this so good <laughs> so good so I might just have... put that we should put like that entire song as the outro <laughs> yeah 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 no <laughs> the I whole support that fucking song stay tuned you'll hear it at the end yeah it's great. the whole the whole thing the whole starting from little glass vial <laughs> we'll know if you didn't listen to the whole thing <laughs> we will know <laughs> it's great you won't want to miss it anyway so true yeah um so yeah this grave robber dude he sells illegal zydrate on the black market and the implication <laughs> is because he's trying to keep up with his gene co-payments but i also <laughs> think he sells the illegal zydrate to sex workers in exchange for sex and he totally likes that does. about his life yes so that's who the, our narrator is <laughs> he's also like uh, he's also like alexa vega's like friend kind of yeah he's kind of like trying to help her slash whatever i mean yeah he's not a bad been dude like he's no, just he's not a bad dude i love yeah, him he's just on the wrong side of the law but the law's fucked so yeah it's like yeah. you're either him or you have your poppy with your with someone else's face stretched over your yeah, face there's no pick a side yeah <laughs> yes yeah so um yeah, so during this outing, Roddy lures Shiloh to Gene Co's carnival slash fair thing that's randomly there. He just calls her on the phone and like he has like a little holographic head. Yeah. It spins. He has on her the number call. for her Apple Watch that creates a little holograph beautiful moment of his head. And he tells her, Come to this place. I have a cure for your disease. Okay. Um and so Shiloh sneaks out. She goes to the carnival and she meets a famous woman named Blind Mag. And Blind Mag is one of Shiloh's idols. She's an opera singer and Gene Co.'s celebrity spokesperson. Uh -huh. um, so then we learn Blind Mag's backstory, which is that she was born without eyes, but was gifted. Well, she, was, she had eyes. She's just blind. No, I think she was born with eye sockets. Well, that's weird because in the comic book scene, they like show her them taking her eyeballs out and like setting them on the drape no no they show they show her new eyes on the drape and oh, they show her with her is? eye socks yeah her eye sockets. all right all right, all right. Mm -hmm. i'm yeah. with it so she's born without eyes but she's gifted surgically enhanced eyeballs by gene co when she's a teenager and they're terrifying she, they're so fucking cool um so in return oh, for and her she's she's shiloh's mom's friend Yes, we don't know that yet, though. Oh, okay, okay. We don't okay. know that yet. Kate jumps. Okay. <laughs> Kate jumps. I'm just in. trying to keep up, y'all. I'm, I'm a lot. here with you. There's a lot. So she gets these enhanced eyeballs, which are 
like ice blue. So this, so this woman has like black hair. She's really pretty. She has ice blue eyes. She has long ass eyelashes on the top part and also long ass eyelashes on the bottom. And the skin around her eyes is like red. So she's like really spooky, but also like really pretty at the same time. It's like absolutely fucking amazing. And she can sing and it's gorgeous. And she's like a famous celebrity. So she basically the story is that they give her these eyes and she can see, but in exchange, she's drafted into indefinite employment by Gene Co. um, to be like their spokesperson she Although, didn't know that the contract was written in blood, Ariana. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's the plot a lyric. point. It's that's the law. A lyric. You wrote it in blood. So, you know, so that's, it sucks that you couldn't see it. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> so, I guess you can't have a blind loophole. person. <laughs> good God. That Roddy's a good businessman. I'll give him that. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, so she does let it slip that she like, it's clear she like doesn't like her life and she wants to quit and she's basically like a slave to gene co Mm -hmm. and she basically has to like sing like opera all the time for them to get you know fame for their company whatever i love the scene where she's like being interviewed i guess and she's talking about she's retiring or something like that and she obviously she's singing all of these things and roddy is like hugging him and is like lol technically you belong to gene co jk <laughs> i don't mean that you can leave anytime you want you can leave anytime you want <laughs> lol <laughs> it's great it's just it's so much i just love it i just love it yeah yeah it's side good. hug you're side. my property i'm just kidding Jokes. <laughs> Oh, what a great character. I love Blind Mag. Also, I mm-hmm. think it's fucking crazy. They call her Blind Mag. It's great. That's fucking crazy. Also, she's um, not blind, but you she's know. like not blind. She was she's blind. She is specifically now not, blind. not blind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> blind Mag, favorite character. Paris Hilton, almost favorite character. Oh, so close. So, so close. close. But Sarah Brightman uh, is I just fucking, a little bit of a better actress yes, and singer yeah. than you are. I'm sorry, Paris. Like, if I had to dress up as someone, I would dress up as Blind Mag. Who would be your Halloween character from this oh, movie? Okay, so like if we're going to like a Rocky Horror style viewing, which they yes. do for this movie, by the way. Yes, 100%. People show up in costume. Uh, yeah. I want to be Repo. Okay, okay, sure. I thought you'd want to be the narrator guy, Grave Robber. Oh, fuck, done. Yes, I want to be him. <laughs> I want to have his hair. I want, I want to have, have the his gun. receding hairline. I want the re- the receding hairline with like the messy dreadlocky bun yeah. in the long tenderly Colored hair. streaks in his hair. Heavy eye makeup. Yes. Weird cat style coat. Weird like fuzzy vest. And I get to have the, like, I would Zydrate get to have side rate. Yeah. So yeah. 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 No, I, I do good. want to be, we would be a good couple. That'd be cute. Yeah, I agree. I Those agree. characters don't know each other, but I don't care. It's fine. Don't worry <laughs> okay. about it. Don't worry about it. We'll get a big group of people to go and they can be There we else. go. I'm like, Nick, I'm so sorry. No one wanted to be Roddy. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're Roddy. Nick, you would be a great Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> like you just have to go around poisoning people. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. So we have Grave Robber helping Shiloh escape the fairground. So on the way, they encounter several. This is the part where we get our favorite scene. So on the way home, they encounter several of his black market Zydrate customers, including sex workers. And this is the scene that me and Kate were talking about where 
we have a sex worker walk up to the 17 year old Shiloh and says, how old are you? And she goes 17. And she goes, I was 13 when I got my first surgery. And then I was turning tricks a month later. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And and then she she walks away. Yeah. And Shiloh's like, uh, okay. Cool story, I guess. I think Uh, I want to go home. Yeah. She's like, "Uh." she's so awkward the whole time. Um, so they do a little like sexy number. And then we have Amber Sweet who struts in with her shirtless gimp style security oh guards. Um, They're emo- no emotion on their face the entire time. They yeah. move like robots. It's so good. And she's like, grave robber. Grave robber. When we were testing our audio earlier. <laughs> I was like, grave robber. Grave robber. It's yeah, audio so sounds great. <laughs> ridiculous. It's like she I think she does a good um, like performance as someone who seems like they're like a little bit high and a little bit stoned. Like it kind of reminds me of the Lindsay Lohan performance in that. In you that terrible about. movie we had in to watch. In that awesome that movie I made we us watched. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> what um, was it called? Oh like, my God. I wish was, you weren't dead or something. No, it's ridiculous. like, I know who killed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that on HBO or something? That was on Hulu. That definitely Hulu. was not on HBO. You guys, if you want an entertainment moment, you need to watch this great movie called I Know Who Killed Me. And it has Lindsay Lohan and she plays a stripper. I know who killed me. It came a year. It, it came out in 2007. So a year before this. Oh, perfect. So maybe she like saw that and she's like, I can do that harnessing, better. Yes. She's harnessing Lindsay Lohan in that movie right now. She's like sexy dancing up against a wall, but like kind of high and like she doesn't give a fuck and like literally over like the thrusting. Top. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Um, so yeah, she's shooting up heroin and the implication uh, <laughs> she's sleeping with grave robber to get illegal Zydrate. And at the end of her number, we find out that Gene Co plans to repossess Mag's eyes soon because Mag is blind. Mag is considering quitting on them. And so basically in the fine print of their contract, she shows Shiloh for no reason that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that, that song, her contract has some very fine print, some very fine print, some very fine print. It's for no reason. Like, why are we involving Shiloh? But she's like explaining to Shiloh that like if Mag quits, like she plans to do, they're going to repossess her eyes because in her contract, it says like you can only have the eyes as long as you're our spokesperson. Um, and then right after that, Gene cops <laughs> arrive and Shiloh quickly escapes and returns to her house and goes to her room before Nathan finds out she snuck out. <laughs> yeah, she she did really well. She like hopped she, in that bed and was like, I'm asleep. Yeah, with her wig on for no reason. I didn't see Paris Hilton do anything today. That was a pretty fun outing, I would say. She got to go to a carnival. She got to <sighs> talk to some sex workers. She got to watch Paris Hilton having a heroin orgasm. I just like, what a great, I would never go back in. (laughs) I'd be like, dad, it's great out here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. So Roddy hires Nathan to repossess Mag's eyes, but Nathan refuses because as we find out now, Mag was actually Marnie's best friend. (gasps) Dun dun. And it's so opera. It's like there are seven characters and they're they're all all like, Related, related in very in, intimate in, ways. I love it. I just love it. I'm like, of course yes. she is. I love of that. Of course, yes. 
Um, so Roddy vows to have Nathan killed in retaliation for his refusal to repossess her eyes. And then Mag pays a visit to Shiloh and her home and tells her that she's her godmother and that she didn't know that she was alive because Nathan told her that she died when Marnie died. And she warns Shiloh not to make the same mistakes that she did with Jean Co. And then Nathan arrives home and Mag scolds him for not for holding Shiloh basically prisoner and for yeah, lying fucked. to her and not telling her any of this and, you know, what he does for a living. And then Nathan is like, get the fuck out. So he like forces her to leave. Mm-hmm. You're like, don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we see Roddy and he's writing his will and staring at his family gems for no reason. And <laughs> I love it. Basically saying that he's going to make Shiloh Jean Co's sole beneficiary, like in his will. He's just like writing his will and signing her name. And it's amazing. It's amazing. While in the background, there's like a TV with like all of Shiloh's information on it. It's great. <laughs> it's so it's like future. It's futuristic. Future time. Oh boy. Okay. So now we're at the opera. So Roddy invites Shiloh to the opera and Nathan follows behind to find her mm-hmm. and he is pursued by gene co assassins who he easily kills because he's the head gene co assassin yeah i wouldn't and- come after him <laughs> yeah he's fucking I've, terrible I've, he seems to really enjoy his work you yeah, know what I mean? that's the other thing too is like nathan is the father to uh to shiloh and he's like act sweet but then there's also these like intermittent scenes where he's murdering people and he seems like he fucking sadistic loves it. yeah yeah. He's totally a sadist. And I think that the implication is like he's so like wrought with grief from his wife and from this like situation that he was basically forced into that he's just like, I don't know, just leaned into it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Learned I mean, to take pleasure in it. I kind of agree. Like, I think we should talk a little bit more about it later once we find out everything. But I don't That's think right. he's a good person at a baseline. I mean... No, I don't think you can like laugh maniacally while you're like cutting into someone that's alive and be a good person. That's just me. But like for other reasons, you know what I mean? Like other reasons (laughs) we're about to find out. Plot reasons. Yes. (laughs) For plot reasons. (laughs) Got you. But yeah. So, okay. So we're at the opera. Amber Sweet is taking the stage to debut. um, And she has a transplanted face. She's dressed as um, what's that girl's name? You know what I'm talking about? The let them eat cake girl. Oh, um, uh, Marie Antoinette. Yeah, she's dressed as Marie oh, yeah. Antoinette. She has let them eat cake girl face. She has a face on her face, and then literally she does like a little twirl, and her transplanted face flies off. So now she has a no face on her face. It's go. It's I. I looked away for one second, and her face fell off. Like yes. literally, I looked away, and it was like her <laughs> face fell off. Her face fell like, off. Like what? <laughs> it's a lot of faces. Faces getting ripped off. Faces on faces. And it, faces I, I think it looks good. Honestly, falling off. Yes, it's pretty great. Yeah. Like as far as like the, if this is a horror movie, which I think it totally is. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I think that the gore is very, very well done. I agree. As she's running off stage, she comes at the camera a little bit, and I'm like, <laughs> damn, how did they? get that makeup to look like that because it's obviously like three-dimensional so that it looks like she has no skin Mm -hmm. you know we're looking at like the mus the musculature of her face but it's so good and uh that would be a good halloween costume yeah you should be her you should be do that you should be 
You'll be her with a face and I'm Paris her without Hilton. a face. <laughs> you should be Paris Hilton as Amber Sweet as Marie Antoinette with no face. <laughs> I would if I wasn't five foot tall. I just don't <laughs> think it's going to play. You know what? I, I, you know, what? I take it back. I'll do it just so I can do my grave robber. <laughs> 100%. You totally do it. All right, I'll start totally working on the makeup now. Yes, amazing. <laughs> There's like no blonde characters, I'm just realizing. Isn't she blonde? No, she has black hair the whole time. And then when she's Marie Antoinette, she has blonde wig on. But I just can't see her not blonde. She's just always blonde in my head. She has full black, like... You're right. Like bangs, like... There are no blonde. Maybe they all died in the organ transplant. I wonder if they all wear wigs, though. Because, like... I know Shiloh obviously wears a wig and they well, never really she, explained that. I think they do. And Roddy wears a wig. Well, he's old. <laughs> okay. He's an old man. Some of them wear he wigs. wears a wig. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's she just, obviously wears a wig. I don't know. I, just, I think I know why she wears a wig, but we I don't think we as the audience know yet. Okay. Okay. I think it's from her medicine. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Because her yes, dad yes. makes her take a lot of medicine for her blood disease. Yes. Okay. So here we are. So Mag comes on stage for her final performance. And what a performance it is. Planning before she's going to quit. And at the end of her amazing song, she is suspended over the stage by these chords and she's singing her song and she changes the lyrics to the grand finale to denounce the Largo family and Jean Co. And then gouges out her own eyes <laughs> with her, with her fingernails while which, she's singing wait kate you didn't see this coming when she was literally when she was singing and you could see that she had only two sharp nails on her pointer fingers i was like this bitch is gonna sh like i was like surely she's not going to 100 i knew she was gonna <sighs> do that i was like do it do i didn't it. think that they could pull it off and they really did like they, they did so a lot of good. cgi blood it was great oh so good it was amazing um yeah, so good. So in response, Roddy cuts the cords that are suspending her and she falls and impales herself on an iron fence that's underneath her. That's underneath the stage, you know, where iron fences tend yeah. to be. Yeah. And then he comes out and he assures the audience that leaves her there. She's still she's still kebobbed. Yeah, she's kebobbed. And he comes out and he's like, don't worry, it's all just part of the show. And the audience is like, all right. <laughs> if you say so. Okie dokie. In the rest of this movie, you can see her corpse just like like almost off camera, just like in the background. It's just there for it's just, the rest of the movie. Yeah. For the rest, the rest of, of the movie, movie takes place on the stage. Yeah. Like we're on the stage now. We're on a stage within a play, which I love that shit. It's like a play I within know. a play. Love it. Which Shakespeare is it? The play within a play. Macbeth? Is it? Macbeth? No, 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 no. Hamlet. It's Hamlet. It's totally Hamlet. Sorry. Okay. Macbeth. What was I fucking thinking? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I have no idea. I'm not cultured. Um, so <laughs> you so clearly are. You've seen Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> so I do feel a lot more cultured having seen this. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good Lord. We're worldly so women now. <laughs> Shiloh is approached by the repo man who she attacks with a shovel and the helmet falls off and the man is revealed to be her father, Nathan. Dun -dun. He's a doctor and I'm your father. <laughs> <laughs> she confronts him about lying about what he does for a living. And on stage, Roddy reveals to Shiloh that she 
doesn't actually have a blood disease and that Nathan has been poisoning her with the, quote, medicine he has been giving her. Dun dun. That's so fucked up. Hold on. Let me just say I definitely saw this coming. I the third note I wrote down in my thing was Munchausen's by proxy. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, this guy's fucking definitely poisoning her. I mean, he's a doctor. Yeah. And constantly he's like, take your medicine, take your medicine, take your medicine. medicine." And she never seems sick ever. Yeah. Except she's like passes out when she goes outside and it's like, okay. But she has like a little monitor that's like, take your medicine, take your medicine. So Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I definitely felt like I knew this was coming. So I was excited to see that I was correct. I was like, yes. Amazing. He's That's been poisoning how you know her. Ariana liked a movie because normally she does not like knowing what's coming unless it's something weird <laughs> that she wants to happen. Yes, exactly. And I have a list of things that I feel like this movie could have done to make it weirder. And we'll go into that. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, great. So then Roddy begins to decompensate before our eyes, and he is actively dying on stage. And he offers Shiloh Jeanco if she can shoot her father on stage and kill him. <laughs> and she refuses, and Roddy uses his dying strength to shoot Nathan. And then he dies disowning his own children. What a bitter Amazing. man. Amazing. Love He's it. He's like, all right, well, fuck you guys well, then. Fuck everyone then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Shiloh cries over her dying father. Sure. And then sings a song about how genetics don't define you and you choose your own future, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an oops, I forgot I loved you kind of thing. I yeah, think that's the name I, of the song, actually. Probably. Oops. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Oh, it's called I Didn't Know I'd Love You So Much. So oh, I was close. <laughs> I was really close. That's so much worse. <laughs> so dumb. Imagine, so dumb. imagine if I no. Imagine you're dying, and I'm over you, and I'm like, I didn't realize that I loved you until just now. Oops, oops, I didn't know I loved <laughs> Oopsie you. Oopsie, oops. I'd be like, don't tell me that. God Almighty, uh, that's in any thought. Uh, yeah, as you're dying, amazing. Yes. Last thing, just shout it at me as I'm leaving this earth. <laughs> oh, I think I love you. By the way, today, right now. <laughs> Have I told you lately? that i didn't even know i did that i didn't know meaning i don't love you that much (laughs) ouch shiloh jesus ouch well that's the thing is like i i like movies with weird you know transitions and you know it's chaotic and whatever but this one's like very chaotic because it literally goes from like her being like oh, you're the repo man? Fuck you. To being like, oh, you're poisoning me? Fuck you. Like, she's almost going to shoot him. And then he does get shot. And then she's immediately by his side. And is like, oh, just kidding. Let's sing a love ballad for each other. I mean, you can forgive a lot once someone gets fatally shot, right? Like, you're like, it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, I was just, you know. <laughs> I don't I was know. I'm just not like, angry. I was just disappointed, dad. I just... <laughs> I, I'm just like, okay, this is like too much like back and forth. Like, do we love him? Do we not love him? Like, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I'm like, Ugh. dads and their daughters. Am I right? Commit. <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> so we have Shiloh and she just like deuces. She flees. Um, she leaves out of the, the middle row of the of the audience which you can tell you know if you're watching this IRL would be a great opportunity for the actual actor to like walk down the aisle of the actual theater and oh oh, for sure and like a stage yeah yeah yeah, you're right you're right Mm -hmm. so we have Jinko without an heir and then (gasps) you know we have a little bit of uh 
of our um, credits. And then like all of a epilogue. sudden we have a little epilogue. So we find out that Amber inherited the company. Um, so Paris Hilton is in charge of the Hilton Corporation. I don't want the other and, guys to have it. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess she's the least of those evils. Yeah. And so she decides as a way to seem like she's going to change the face of the company. She auctions her fallen face from when her face literally fell it. off. She auctions um, it to for charity. charity. Yeah. What a good person. Yeah. And then Pavi, her brother, <laughs> buys her face and wears it. <laughs> the end. The end. The end. The end. You know what? I love it. We got a female CEO. Love to see it. Um, yeah. We, you know, <laughs> mo- a couple. It. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> got a couple of bad guys dead. Um, Jesus Christ. All in all, not a bad day. I'm OK with this outcome. I'm a, I agree. I like the outcome. I feel like it wasn't super predictable. I like that it all came together in a very like momentous moment. Yeah, I agree. Quite. Momentous. There are some things that I was like. I wish this movie did certain things because I was like waiting for it to happen and Tell then it me. didn't happen. All right, here we go. This is the Ariana edit. <laughs> the Ariana cut of Repo. All right. These are the things I wanted from this movie. Let me start off by saying I understand that these things probably wouldn't fit in the movie as it is currently, but these are the things that I wanted. More levels of complexity. Here we go. <laughs> I wanted to know that Gene Co. started the pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like that, that was inferred, right? But it was like right. they never told us. They never said that explicitly, but I was like, did they somehow create this? That's what I wanted I to thought, be I thought Roddy was going to like have some sort of confession right. when he died. Because like they right. introduced that he's terminally ill very early. And he has definitely been in power of Gene Co. for the entire time that we've seen. right. So, yeah, I was hoping for the same thing. I wanted there to be like a basis. Like I wanted more exposition of like the pandemic and how it started and how Roddy became where he is. I don't know. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. needed a little bit more of that. Although I, I again, I like where the movie went. I think it is great. The ending is great. I just wanted more. So, yeah, they gave thing, us a lot, but we are. They gave we us want tons. <laughs> I, these are just little things that I was like trying to like predict what they were going to go, where they were going to go. And yeah. it's just like little ideas. So this is another one. Roddy being Shiloh's real father. <gasps> I was like, eh, eh, because he was like, he was like, I hate my children. I hate my children. And then there's literally like, Shiloh. oh, randomly your like fiancés with Shiloh's mom, like right before she got with Shiloh's dad. I'm like, mm, OK, yeah. all right. Yeah. I was like, maybe he's going to leave it to her because she's actually his daughter. Yeah. Which to be fair, yes, Shiloh's evil, but so is Nathan. So honestly, I would have been like, Okay, they both fucking suck. Might as well have the rich one be your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not the freaking murderer. Yeah. I mean, they're both murderers, but like one has one's wealthy and one's not. <laughs> like one one creates scenarios in which he blackmails a man to murder and the other one does the murdering. So it's like which one's worse, you know? But do you want the, those siblings to be your siblings? Half siblings. I mean, if I owned a company, <laughs> I'll take Paris. I don't know if I want uh, the other ones were fucking crazy. Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, <laughs> the they're brothers very are scary. So scary. Good God. Uh, but no, yeah, I me... think that would have worked. Yes, I agree. This brings me to my last one. So there was a scene in Zydrate Anatomy where Paris Hilton says, Do you think she's got pipes when she's talking about Blind Mag? And I thought they were going to imply that. 
Paris Hilton was going to steal Blind Mag's voice box or something <gasps> like that. And I was like waiting for her to do that because she was like, oh, I'm going to be the new star, blah, That's blah, blah. And great. I was wanting her to like steal uh. her voice box. But then it becomes this thing where it's like they never really go into why they don't use other parts of these people's bodies. Like if, you know, these people who are living, breathing mm-hmm. people and these you know, organs are so expensive. It's like, why would you not just harvest the entire person in a controlled environment and then use their other organs? And then you have more supply. You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah, make sense. They're, they're definitely wasteful. They're very wasteful. It's a like, waste of a body. So wasteful. The organs <laughs> would be bodies. cheaper. You would make more 99% money. of the population is gone. You like, these would be very, and they're repossessing them. Like these would be very yeah. valuable, like commodities and then they're just yeah. like now nah, we just like slit their throat and like we just like out. fucking yeah like literally there was a guy that just got his like spine ripped out of his body and i'm like I what about that, all these though. other organs yeah Makes yeah no they sense. show they show him get his spine ripped out yeah i'm <laughs> like bro you're literally missing out what about on everything like, else yeah. yeah what about the exactly. rest of it it makes no sense to me. That premise got me. I was For like, me, I think it's like, you know, I don't think they care. Like, I don't think they care about waste. Yeah, at all. you're right. I mean, they don't. I feel like it is very much like a scare tactic, probably to mm-hmm. be like, pay your bill or else we're going to fucking murder you in a heinous mm-hmm. way. But it's like if they use the entire body to but harvest it, you'd still die. That's still a fear tactic. What legal right do they have to the entire body? Well, they don't. But none of this is legal, right? Yeah, it's legal. Yeah, it's legal. Well, it's legal because he lobbied for it to be legal. So why doesn't he just lobby for this to be legal in a different way? I don't know. I think that it's I think it's probably a hard sell to be able to repossess organs in the first place. But then to be like, can I also just have like if you're just going to throw it away, I'll take the. But if they're signing a consent form, just build it into the consent form. Be like, if you don't pay your bill, we will take your entire body. Take everything. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I like, like Shiloh that. shouldn't have been such a selfish bitch and she should have like taken over the company and then that's created that company where there's less waste. She could have saved humanity. Yeah, she really should have taken over the company. Because honestly. if there's a higher supply of body parts, then they're not as expensive, which means all these people won't be in debt. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you pretty much saved the world. So she's yeah, kind of but a she's like, bitch. no, I um, this is a lot <laughs> to take in for one day. So I'm going to take she's a lap. Like, I'm only back 17. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> Did you absolutely love the scene where she went from like having a moment with her dad to like singing about how she was 17? Yes. <laughs> I knew you would love that. That was the most chaotic moment of the fucking thing because I was like, I was like, what? like, <laughs> Your dad I was like this is, Max is still on the fence. It's like, too literally much like going back and forth. Yeah. Poor Shiloh. I, you no. know what? On second thought, I don't think she'd be that great of a CEO if I'm being honest. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm just like, why? I think of Grave course. Robber should be the CEO. <laughs> I've, I'm voting for him. You love him? You love Grave yeah. Robber? Yeah, yeah, I love okay. him. I mean, yeah, I guess he's... Who's the most flawed character and who's the least flawed character? Uh, I mean, I think the least flawed is probably Blind Mag, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the only, like, good person that, yeah. we, that we see, yeah. only good character. Uh, that that brother, the stabby brother, is a bit much. I think that he's he's, he's the worst. Yeah, he's the worst one. I think honestly, I but feel I think the like dad's the most flawed. If I'm if I'm thinking of like sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if we're thinking of like flaws, like it's hard to be like being homicidal is a flaw. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. that's not 
you know, that's just what they do here. But like Nathan is just kind of a bad dad. <laughs> like Nathan's a, literally poisoning his daughter poisoning his to daughter. keep her prisoner. He also murders people and enjoys it. Yeah. He like, also is a homewrecker. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's also, he's Marty a homewrecker. <laughs> it would be different if he like went out and like, you know, butchered people and then like came home and was like, oh, what a rough day. But like to have a room behind your fireplace and to have a song just for talking yes. about how much fun you have tearing Multiple up songs. bodies. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mm. also, you're a doctor. I feel like you have ways to kill people more humanely. Yeah. You didn't or, have to slit their throats, right? Well, like, even just slitting, like there are times where he's just cutting into people and they're like fully alive. Like, yeah, fully, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he doesn't even slit their throat, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like fucking crazy. You didn't have to do that, bro. Yeah. But you did that for us. And I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're here for it. But I do. Uh, I like that. I, any solo that. Anthony Stewart head gets I'm here for it because he's like and he's actually he was in a band I knew that he was a singer oh from, really yeah from the musical episode of Buffy <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> there's a musical episode of Buffy and it's of so course good there is. of course there is it's so good it's fabulous I think it won an Emmy it's fantastic but Are you yeah serious he, yes I'm serious like it's oh a very god. acclaimed episode Jeez. of television um anyway it's great but yeah he's in it and he has like a lot of really good solos and then they show pictures of him like when he was in a band and uh england in like the 60s like he was a cool really cool guy so nice. i loved whenever he i thought he was a really brilliant singer i thought that he was awesome obviously roddy was awesome obviously sarah brightman was awesome amazing um, and that was about you know that was about it right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's like seven characters and they're all deeply complex and deeply flawed some of them are supposed to be the innocents but you know i don't think shiloh shiloh's kind of annoying to me yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. Um, Stuff just kind of like happens like around her. Like she doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I agree. She's not. She feels um, like a MacGuffin more than a person. Like she's just like something to move the plot. She's forward. just taking us through the movie, not mm -hmm. really contributing anything herself. That's why I'm like the whole scene where she like has a moment where she's like, I'm 17 now. I'm a rebel. It's like, OK, we don't care about you, bitch. Yeah. you Next song. You may be the. Yeah. Next. Keep the songs going. <laughs> where's yeah. grave robber <laughs> yeah for real um yeah i the only other thing i have as an issue with this movie in regards to like the premise like and you know i love a good premise that's like dystopian and like sci-fi and creepy i love this the only thing else that i had an issue with is that they're trying to do two different things at the same time like they say there's a worldwide epidemic and they say mm -hmm. that this is all a sickness mm -hmm. But then they're also saying that it's a genetic thing. They're like, oh, my genetics did this to me. Oh, it's called yeah. Gene Co. It's like confusing because she says, I think part of it is because she like, quote, got the blood disorder from her mom. Mm -hmm. But also like if her mom had a blood disorder that was related to the epidemic, then that wouldn't be passed down. So I don't know. It's just like. No, you're Not, correct. Like, like it's either genetic or it's a, an illness. Yeah, you it can't, can't do, be... but like you have to commit. Like it's either yeah, a yeah, disease yeah. that's contagious or it's something that you get that's hereditary from your family. Yeah, yeah. congenital diseases don't tend to be uh, contagious. So yeah, very weird. Um, yeah, so that I agree. Got me. I thought that was a bit like, wait, what? But then you know the, the plot's moving so fucking fast. You're like, you're okay, just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Like you are forced to heavily suspend your disbelief. 
for so many things because there's just so many new things coming at you. I can't believe that you were able to do that to this level. I was really worried because like the, I, the your suspending disbelief was literally the first thing I thought of whenever this movie started. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if she's going to be able to pretend this hard <laughs> in her brain. I don't know, because if we're talking about the reality quadrant, you know yeah. what I mean? And you're fully in there as much as you can. This is not in that quadrant. I know. I know. Well, I also do like paranormal. So it's not like yeah. I'm I like I like a very specific set of paranormal rules. And mm -hmm. I like when they follow those rules and those rules could be whatever. But yeah. I need them to be followed and I need there not to be holes in the plot. This isn't really think, paranormal. It's just like. Right. Right. But I'm just saying like, that's what I like. And the fact yeah. that it's like sci fi. I like that. Like the problems I had suspending my disbelief was like something stupid. Like, is it a genetic issue or is it a pandemic? Like make up yeah. your mind. Like everything yeah. else. I'm like, okay, I'm watching a fucking like, rock fixable opera. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like I love obviously the dark aesthetic. I feel like it's everyone so in this. Yeah. Everyone in this movie was like goth as fuck like mm -hmm. everyone had like, like wearing black giant hair. cameos necklaces yeah. with giant cameos on them like the wardrobes were just like nuts i don't know yeah it was Love fucking it. amazing there were holographic like like portraits of her dead mom everywhere like they yes. were, it was just cool like it was a cool i vibe. thought there was a lot of good touches in this considering yeah. it's like was such a small project but also like i think they used their money well it was so even though they didn't get anything back yeah <laughs> i mean i I do like realistic stuff, but I also like dark artsy shit. And I feel mm -hmm, like this mm -hmm. was very dark and artsy. So that's why it got me on a positive It's note. also quite goofy. Yeah. Yeah. There's some goofy is. stuff in this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I feel like it worked to its advantage and it wasn't relying heavily on the goofy shit, but it was like a good, you know, accent to what was already really good, I think, at a baseline. I'm so pleased that you like this. Because <laughs> so again, immediately I was like, I got to I got to get to I knew Ariana I knew you were going to think I was going to fucking possible. hate it. I was so worried. I was like, no, because like, <laughs> as soon as I watched it, I'm like, oh, this is like going to be part of me now. <laughs> you know, oh, this well, is... I kind of liked it to that extent as well. I was oh, like, yay! I know I can't I know. wait to quote this and have nobody know what we're fucking talking about. Oh my God. Wait, can I tell you my top three quotes? Would you please? OK, OK. Number three. Why are my genetics such a bitch? Oh, yeah, I love that. She's Alexa Vega, like, sing screams that. And she and it's like played completely straight. It is all teeny teenage melodrama. I was like, this is the line we were all waiting for. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we were just waiting for someone to say that. Say because it. that's the that's the attitude of this fucking rock yep. opera. It's just like ham handed nonsense. And it's great. Um, it's great. Number two which is, I think, maybe tied for number one. But number two, I am just 17 and it's better than 40. <laughs> I was like, okay. why? What why? Talking what? It's stupid. Okay. And then number one, my liver was wrecked, but now I can drink whatever I want. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I was like, I know for a fact, like half the people watching this would be like, you know, if this existed in real life, I'd probably yeah, liver. need a new liver. Immediately. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like, liver. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl, we're on the same page. All right. And all I right. also thought the same because I was like, how are you going to repossess like a used organ? Yeah. Like, how are you going to reuse it? 
Well, that's the thing. It's like they don't tell you whether these organs are harvested from people or if they are like just created. Because if they're like organs that are created in a lab. That's true. That's true. They can continue to work. Like if they're like little machines or something. You know what I mean? Super livers. Yeah. Like if for whatever reason, they're just little mechanical chemical things. That'd be a great service. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would kill for a new kidney you know (laughs) just replace all of them until i'm a completely new person i love it exactly yeah i think this one absolutely fucking hysterical and chaotic and creative and it blew my mind and i feel like it's hard for that to happen because i'm so cynical you're so cynical i can't believe that you like this to the degree that you did (laughs) i was bracing myself i was like (laughs) I I'm ready to be are. hurt. I'm ready to know you were. I, I was like, this is this is my comeuppance for the Freddy remake. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I deserve this, but it, it's gonna be I thought bad. It would give you, I thought it would give it away by dressing for the occasion, but I guess it, I didn't. I didn't want to get my hopes up. I was like, yeah. mm. but you also just like dress cute. And I'm like, mm, yeah. she's just cute. <laughs> say? I get she's excited for our recording sessions and I dress up Yay! for them sometimes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Because also like I will have Emma to like bounce this off of, but this is not like an Emma movie. Like Emma's not going to pop this movie on ever. Right. Um, so I'm like, who am I going to share this with? Yes. <laughs> I got I to have some people. So club members, that's you also. You guys got to hop on this train. It's free. You do not have to pay for this movie. Yeah. Where did it's you on, watch it? I watched it on Prime for free. Yep. Prime with ads, right? Mm-hmm. Are there ads yep. on Prime? Prime with ads. Yep. Mm-hmm. The ads I wish really the ads did rule it. <laughs> yeah. It, but. It, it was like so much like arty, artsy stuff coming on and then it's like an erectile dysfunction commercial I'm like oh my god oh my god not- <laughs> wait no but my ads are all like because I I shop like I get all like my makeup and stuff like online and so I get a lot of like makeup ads mm. and so we'll go from like a scene where like her face is falling off to a <laughs> like a commercial for like for makeup and sunscreen and like moisturizer for your face and I'm That's just good like advertising I'm like, whoa. I'm like, <laughs> it's almost like we already live in this dystopian future. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mind blown. It is, though. So you're a, li- a little bit of it is like satire. It's like yeah. we mm-hmm. kind of already live here. Like, we just, kind of already live here. It's just, just a little bit. That's why it was it was just really fun to see it, you know, pinned against each other like back to back. Oh, my God. All my ads are medicine things. And I think because I don't you know how I feel about ads. I will. I will pay to not have ads. I know. Ads suck. Yeah. I don't pay for anything. I am like so miserly in some areas, but ads, I won't do it. So whenever I get an ad, like everything, everything has ad blocker on it. My phone is out. Everything has ad blocker. So whenever I get ads, it's all fucking medicine and I hate really? it. Yeah. It's just all medicine. I don't know why. Huh. Like what kind of medicine? Like dementia medicine, like HIV, like prep pills, um, any, I get the HIV any one like too. psoriasis meds, like- Oh, wow. Maybe it thinks you're an old person. I think it may. But like (laughs) that just makes it's almost like I wish that I had makeup ads, but also like I'm glad I don't because then I would be buying the makeup. I know. It's for the best. It's for the best, but it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Especially when I just want to see grave robbers singing, you know, like, I don't get, let's go. Come on. I don't this care. This was let's a go. hard movie to have ads in, I think, mm-hmm. because you're so deep into it and it's a musical. So you're like emotionally invested. And then freaking you see a Neutrogena commercial and you're like, oh, fucking Jesus, I don't care. Me. Walmart, go away. No. <laughs> you know. Go away. It, it did kind of, maybe it gave me like time to breathe because I didn't get to pause the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's a good point. It did give you like a decompression period mm-hmm. where you were like, <gasps> okay. Like, and then it just the launches you right back in yeah yeah it's extremely entertaining like definitely something i'll need to rewatch. like i could easily rewatch it today and be like as entertained if not more than i was yesterday i was having a great time yeah. <laughs> watching it by myself for the second yeah. time i was having a blast yeah this is going to be one of those musicals where i just like get an itch to watch one of the numbers and just like watch it on youtube like yeah. that's gonna be how this is gonna play a role in my life i think this is a comfort movie now for sure absolutely yeah. No, I agree completely. Definitely not what I expected. Well, yeah. What did you expect? Um, I expected it to be darker and less funny and more dystopian. More dystopian? More tortury. More tortury? Yeah. It's pretty max dystopian tortury for me. Yeah. Or did you think for- it just wouldn't have that many more elements to it? It would just be like... Yeah, I think I think I didn't realize that there were going to be characters that I liked and it's definitely one of a kind. I did, I thought it was going to be more forgettable. Um I think it was extremely one of a kind. Like I can't think mm-hmm. of anything else that nope. does anything similar to what this does. Same. Besides Rocky Horror, but that's a little bit different. It's yeah, it is quite different. Yeah. They're very similar, but they're also completely different. Yeah. This is like Rocky Horror, but like dark and slashery. Yeah. Yeah. Like spooky aesthetic. To be clear, I like Rocky Horror like way more. Like for sure. Oh, really? I like oh, this for way sure. More. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. That's but just you know I'm not like a me. 10 out of 10 Rocky Horror. Like I'm never, you I know. know. Rocky Horror's too goofy for me, I think. Ah, this is pretty goofy, Ariana. It's goofy, but there's also people getting murdered and there's people a plague and there's, I mean, it's not Susan I mean, Sarandon. Like really? So many people get murdered in this compared to Rocky Horror. I just can't. I just can't put my finger on there you. There are literally people that are tied down while their livers are being cut out of their abdomens. That's yeah, not a Rocky like, Horror vibe. You don't like torture typically. Yeah, but it's like almost not even like that. That part is like on the fence for torture obviously i'm just but, really trying to i can't I, like i think i understand your brain and then you throw me a curveball i'm like i just don't i'm trying to follow your own rules and it still doesn't make sense i don't know man i don't know i don't know either but i, I i'm just happy that you like repo i'm just happy and i'm happy i liked it because again i i hadn't seen it i had yeah. a really strong hunch i was gonna like it though yeah, yeah. which is i was like let's put that first maybe I thought I, I was gonna getting mad like at you the it. whole time for putting yours first, and then I'm like, "Well, yeah, I know what you can't. You can't get mad at me now. I can't. You can't. I, can't. I, I profited off the system, but so did you. You profited today as well. <laughs> I did. We I all did. did. Yeah. Um, I hope. I hope this inspires. You, if people haven't, if you haven't watched this movie and you're interested, like, please watch it. Like, please just like go into it. You might hate it, but you won't regret watching it. In my opinion, I think that if this. This episode sounds in any way interesting to you at all. You're going to like it. If this sounds like the opposite of your cup of tea, you're going to absolutely fucking hate it. But you're never going to be like, oh, that was okay." Like you're either going to be fucking obsessed or you're going to absolutely hate it. There's no in between. 
is there like weird warbly dialogue? Yeah. Like there's like a lot of like fumbles, but it's like very quickly forgiven. <laughs> and it's part of, I think the vibe of it. I mean, it's, yeah. it feels amateur, but it feels like really good amateur. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Correct. Yeah. How do you think <laughs> critics did? How do you think critics like this? I think they, I know that they didn't like this movie. <laughs> I know they didn't like this movie. I have okay. a feeling critics like really, really hated this movie. Oh God. Cause it's, it's so niche and specific. And I can't imagine a critic just watching Anthony Stewart head, like scream singing into a mirror and like stabbing a guy in the liver and then Paris Hilton like grinding in an alley for some drugs. I just, I have a hard time expecting like Roger and Ebert to like get it. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like, fair. I don't know that it's for you, you guys. I'm going to say like low. I'm going to say like 20%. Okay. What about audience? Mm, 50. Interesting. Critics were 37. So yeah, higher. That's, that's still pretty fucking bad. That's higher. It's like almost 20% higher. They gave it some credit for some of the singing is probably what I'm guessing. And for like some of the special effects. Cause like there is, there is skill in this movie. It's like Absolutely. chaotic and messy, but there's a lot of skill. And it's a good premise. I think mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an interesting premise. I think if they had a higher sure. budget and, you know, I think it would have been more um, mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, audience was 73. Holy shit. You're joking. Yep. You're joking. Oh, that gives me hope. Oh, <laughs> I am over the moon again. 73. That's 73. so good. That's better yes. than a lot of horror movies we've covered on this podcast. I know. I know. That's bananas. That has so to be good. all of the like people who are obsessed with it going in and doing their rating. Like it absolutely has to be. Yeah, I was going to say like, and we've talked about this before, like more and more niche movies will have mm -hmm. higher and higher ratings because the only people who are watching those niche movies are the people who think that they yeah. would like something like that. But it's also like, I see this movie and I, and I absolutely would expect the vast majority of people to hate it. Really? And like, and not be able to do it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right. I, it's hard. I think my dad would not like this movie. Yeah. I don't think my family well, would either. I don't actually, you know what? I take it back. I really do take it back. He may, <laughs> I could see him being like Paris Hilton is great in this. <laughs> I could totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could I see him liking her humor a lot. So, yeah. It's know. very niche, I think, for sure. I agree. I would let, if you guys watch it, I want to know what the club members think about it. So, like, hit us up on our Insta, on our Facebook, or our email, whatever, on our Discord if you're a club officer. I want to know what people think about yeah, this. Movie. It seemed like our, our club didn't really know a lot about it. Like, it seemed like the, the comments were like, oh, like, I voted for this one, but like, I've never heard. I haven't heard much about repo. Like I'd be interested to do that one. Like I think I a lot of them stayed away from the discord and the Patreon for this one. Cause I didn't oh. want to be, I didn't want to be you didn't swayed. You want to know what people were doing. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to be swayed and I didn't want people to be like, Oh, I really hate that movie or, Oh, I really love that movie. And then me not have that opinion of it. I didn't want to like Fair. be afraid yeah. of hurting someone's feelings. I wanted to like, <laughs> like be able to fully sit in my feels with this, but mm, good okay, news. Okay. I really liked it. <laughs> news yeah i don't think people know a lot about it but i'm interested for the club to watch it and figure out how they feel about it and let this us would know. be a great watch party i think oh my god yeah especially if you've never seen it before wouldn't this be a fun watch party hell yeah, yeah. we should so do this good. for we could, we could do this for like a club watch party i'm thinking that would yeah. be fun yeah 
Let's I do would, it. A sing-along is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That'll be all you. That's me. <laughs> That's Kate. Can listen to Kate sing. Come listen to me sing, you guys. Everybody loves that, right? <laughs> I know one line. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a song in here where it's the two brothers arguing about, like, who's going to win the fortune. And I it literally felt like they didn't know the lyrics and they were making it up as they went. <laughs> Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Because they're singing the same. They're like singing the same thing at each other, but like they're not synchronized at all. And like they seem to like not know what the next words are. It's yeah. disaster. disaster. I love it. Wouldn't change yeah. anything. Yeah. I was going to say it just adds to the chaos. It just, just adds, adds to, to the chaos. What's coming at you? And you're like, what the? Okay. My mom <laughs> would hate this movie. That's a guarantee. That's a that's a Gina guarantee. She would hate this movie. I can Aww. see how so many people would hate this movie. Really? Yeah, I guess that's true. I think it's hard. Me and you are so like deep into the genre that I'm I like, know. oh, a lot of people would love this movie. And I'm like, oh, wait, I know. No. the majority not. of people don't like this kind of stuff. Yeah, the, I think I would I would say most, which is why 73 was just like, good God, mind blowing, probably yeah. biased. I don't care. I'm taking it. I'm taking we it. Love a rock opera. It. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, this got 73 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just let him go in with that. Yeah, who knew I'd be such a big fan of rock operas? I can't wait for us to write ours. Oh, God. Yeah. That's going to be you excited. I'm thinking like a prequel. Can we have Paris Hilton be the protagonist? Can we do like a background of Paris Hilton? Like a spinoff. <laughs> like a spinoff of Paris Hilton as a child. Oh, I was I was thinking more like her reign as CEO without a face. But oh, that's like the sequel. Yeah. And then we can yeah. do a prequel also. Yeah. So two rock operas. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Got you. We'll do I'll both. work on, um, which one do you want to work on? The prequel? I want to do the prequel. Okay, I want to create do the a background sequel. story for her. Okay. I'm so excited. Do you want to do music or lyrics? I'll do, I'll do lyrics. Perfect. All right. <laughs> I play one instrument, so this is going to go great. <laughs> great. Great. I play zero. So <laughs> Will can play the guitar. So we're going to no. do, oh, there we go. Two. We got two instruments <laughs> for our acoustic repo Love prequel it. sequel. Mm, stay tuned, you guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> we do have to pick, a, pick numbers it. for this. I don't know what to do, Ariana. I want you to rate it first. Okay. Well, I mean, it's going to be a biased rating because I don't know any other way. Um, like 11 out of 10 mm. tiny glass vials. <laughs> Tiny glass vials, tiny glass vials. A little glass vial, a little glass vial. <laughs> or, you know, it's a little like, bit out of 10, battery guns, gun batteries. Oh my God. <laughs> Anything. in the gun like a battery. battery. That doesn't make sense. And I love it. No gun has a battery. What Have I not is been, are you guys not line? charging your guns? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I got to go put my gun on the is charger. Is that line? I'll be right back. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've already told everyone how I feel about it. It's definitely unique for me. I usually save 10 out of 10s for things that I think deserve them. People outside <laughs> of the horror genre would like. Um, but I give this one a 10 out of 10. And the reason <laughs> is because I think it's one of a kind. And I yes. think there's nothing like this. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think it's very rewatchable. And I could watch this like 30 more times and still enjoy it the same if not more um it's definitely at least one of my top three musicals that i <gasps> like now <Whoa>. definitely <laughs> jesus it's i have to let it sit a little bit more but i might even say it's my favorite musical musical holy shit ariana <laughs> them some words 
Them's some words right there. <laughs> 10 out of 10, quote, non-specific organ failures. <laughs> yeah. They just failed. It's like they just no one charged them. It. They failed. Don't they did put their batteries worry. in. It's <laughs> genetic, but it's also a disease. Don't worry about it. But it's a pandemic. worried about it. It's a pandemic, but it's also. But make sure that your cure doesn't have poison in it. You got to check your cure for poison. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Uh, I don't yes. know how to put this on the scoreboard. I know. I don't I know. know. I have let's no idea. Score. Let's do it. Let's go to our scoreboard. I vote that we're um like obscenely uh, generous for this one. I agree. My- I think it'd be funny. <laughs> All right, guys. Nightlighthorrormovieclub.com. That's where you find us. We head on over to our scoreboard. Scoreboard. We have a bunch of movies on there. I don't know where to put this one, but I'm thinking high. I think we should put it, if it were me, just by myself. I would put it between American Psycho and American Werewolf in London. That's a good spot. I can't let this be above American Werewolf. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. There's no chance. I will let it be above, <gasps> above Vampire's Kiss. I can't. Oh, my God. Above The Exorcist? You're going to put this above The Exorcist? Again, The Exorcist is number one for me. So that's not... Number 13 <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> that's number one for me. So I always have a problem where The Exorcist is on here. Mm-hmm. Where would you put it if I was not... It's getting um, it's getting harder the more I'm looking at these movies. And I'm like, damn, these are some good movies. It's hard because, like, it's just completely different. You know what? I'm I'm OK <laughs> putting it number. I'll put it above. I'll put it below American Werewolf. I'm OK with that. And that okay. I, that's above Vampire's Kiss, which, like, I can't believe I'm letting that happen. But, like, I am letting that happen. <laughs> OK. It's above Fright Night. <laughs> Above the platform, what the fuck is going on? Above the Babadook, above Midsommar, Hereditary. I don't know. I Love can't. It. Just cl- put it in there. Put it in before Love I it. change my mind. New number eleven. <laughs> number eleven. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Love it. Mm, man, you know what? This has been <laughs> great. Yeah. I don't think I ever would have sat down and actually watched this movie that I've been meaning to watch since I was in high school. Unless. Same. The club made me. Oh, my God. I'm just I love this club. I love the things that it makes me watch. Mwah, thank you, guys. Thank you Same. so much. This yeah. Amazing. <laughs> that's that's all the repo I've got in me. Just kidding. I'm going to go finish it. Um, But do you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I'm I'm tapped out. I don't have anything else. All right, guys. Um, make sure you get a warranty on your spleen. And until next time, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Drug market, sub-market Sometimes I wonder why I ever got in Blood market, love market Sometimes I wonder why they need me at all Zytrate comes in a little glass vial A little glass vial? A little glass vial! And the little glass vial goes into the gun like a battery and the Zytrate gun goes somewhere against your anatomy. And when the gun goes off, it sparks and you're ready for surgery. Surgery. Grave robber. Grave robber. Sometimes I wonder why I even bother. Sometimes I wonder why I need you at all. And 
Super Sweet is addicted to the knife. Addicted to the knife? Addicted to the knife. And addicted to the knife, she needs a little help with the agony. Agony. And a little help comes in a little glass vial and a gun pressed against her anatomy. And when the gun goes off, Miss Sweet is ready for surgery. Surgery. Turn to shine when the rainbow man strikes. What are you talking about? Max Contracts got some mighty fine print. Some mighty fine print. And that mighty fine print puts Mag in a mighty fine predicament. If Mag up and splits, her eyes are forfeit. And if Gene Cohen Roddy so will it, then a rainbow man will come and she'll pay for that surgery. Surgery. Sir, we have Amber. We're bringing her in. 